everybody, and welcome to episode 490 of Video Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparas, coming to you from the Justin Allen Memorial Studio of the Airwaves. If you want it to be the U Memorial Studio of the Airwaves, go to patreon.com slash laser time and join us at the $20 level. Who's joining me now? Uh, probably shouldn't be doing this, Chris Antista. No, you've got like 102 fever, and... I ain't the leaker. I didn't do shit, Matthew Allen. <laughs> and special guest... Hi, I'm Tony Wilson, and I want to be a pirate. Ah, hi, Tony. Where can people find you? You can find me at Framework. It's a video essay channel on YouTube. Easiest way to get there, youtube.com slash channel slash Framework Video. We'll talk more about Monkey Island later, but that's what my latest video yeah, is on. Your latest video is about a the unrealized Monkey Island movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the full storyboards are out there. Uh, you nice. can just... They're just in the special edition. I didn't, like, do anything sneaky. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have, like, a unique opportunity of, like, this movie's canceled, but we can basically see what it was going to be, like, down to the beats. Yeah, The thing is that story is small enough that it would probably adapt to a movie pretty well. Yeah, I, like I talk about that a little bit. a lot of epic video games, like, that would be perfect. Yeah. yeah, I talk about that a little bit in the video, too, about, like, how the, the progression of the game already already almost meets the like three act structure so it like Mm. yeah it worked if if only cutthroat island had not have flopped we would have seen so much more pirate fare before movies the bomb i blame matthew modine you don't put him in the star of your movie unless it's full metal jacket we need Uh more of uh what's what's that hulk hogan thunder bay show what was that thing called Uh, thunder in paradise Paradise. thunder in paradise why did michael get that because we did a show about it. Oh, my. Yes, yeah. yes, we did. Yeah. That is what needs to be just like, just reskin that as Monkey Island and we're good to go. And I want to be a pirate, brother. Can I, can I, t- I want to tell listeners right off the bat. Gay breast three point, brother. Okay. Get your improv out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm um, I'm incensed that a hacker hacked into my computer and managed to steal episode 500 and just post everything about it <laughs> online. I'm especially uh, upset because I don't even have an idea for it yet. Yeah. It, it has now everyone knows it's the one where Michael yeah. dies. Yeah. That's my reference. I, I was, I was teasing. The news, which has a huge, yeah, the, huge the graphics leak, so. are done mm-hmm. for episode five hundred, though. Yeah, obviously. yeah. Well, that's that's we, the first thing you do, of course. We started them first. Yeah. Yeah. Before you build a house, <laughs> you hang the paintings. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. I cannot <laughs> wait. Truly, one of the dumbest you. tweets I've ever seen in that my my short life. <laughs> dunked on by the entire industry. My God, <laughs> the industry is writing full articles <laughs> about how wrong. It's Stay tuned time, but... for the news where we explain what the heck these guys are talking about. Yeah, so one of the worst weeks for gaming discourse, but at least uh, nobody was doxxed or said anything racist to, I guess. Silver well, linings, let's look you for say that, but also the GameHers nominations had their entire, like, every oh. nominee's email address, etc. was just leaked. So, Jesus, uh, really? no, doxing still happened. And, hey, no. you want to know why it got doxed? Probably because it was an award for women. Just saying. Yeah, I don't think we've, we've talked about a gamers behaving badly segment in a while. I'm excited to. I should say yeah. off the bat, I'm only here because I was ecstatic about being to announce I had COVID on the air. I Yeah. I, which yeah. I was doing something. I know my body kind of well. I'm like, oh shit, something's about to happen. And it happened way quicker than like I normally get a fever. And... I am sad to report it still hasn't happened for me yet, but I am clocking it at 102.5 degree fever, and I am plying myself with ibuprofen and uh, hot toddies to get through it. So if I get a little loopy, it's because I'm sweating a lot. 
and I probably shouldn't be doing this. So what is it, just, just the clap again? What do you, what do you got? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, uh, I refer to it secretly as Clamato. Um, <laughs> I got Clamato fever. It tastes like oysters. Tastes like clams and burns when I pee. What is yeah. this? Oh, <laughs> you the beach. Can, I, can I tell you my beach story? Because I'm, I'm definitely not doing a bonus time this Go week. ahead. Uh, no, wait, not, not that. I, I should have phrased it like this. I should be good at podcasting. Uh, listen up, uh, drama junkies. I got the police called on me this weekend. What? Oh, the band? No. We call that the tease. Yeah. Call right. that the sting. Tease. I Give do a very up. terrible sting impression. Sounds like one of the Beatles. You don't have to turn on the red light. <laughs> I, Who let I, uh, Paul McCartney into the theater of the mind? My God. <laughs> I, I, went, I went to the beach with a friend. To the beach, y'all. To the beach, y'all. Yeah, got my back waxed and everything. Just, just new friend. You sent uh, us a picture, by the way. Yeah, you sent us a, a topless picture of yourself, and you were all red. And at first, I'm like, "Is that from the waxing? Like, did no. you have a reaction to the <laughs> I waxing?" Forgot I told you guys about that. <laughs> uh, but my my buddy, uh, my buddy Aaron, you may have heard on a laser time or two. He was like, "We were just there, and for some reason, the sandbar is like two fucking football fields out now, and it's usually like a much easier swim." We get to the beach. I've been to this beach a hundred times. It's a secret little beach for Floridians. Uh, not only was it choppy as fuck, I have never seen surfers successfully catching waves. It was that fucking rough. And I'm a strong swimmer, but the person I was with, she was getting, like, pummeled to the point where, like, I felt like saying to the ocean, you can't do that to her, man. I'm going to step in and kick your fucking ass. Because it was really, like, throwing her around and her hair was all over the place. She had to, like, get out. Like, that's not fun. Uh, and I'm like, well, isn't, if I can... isn't like there a huge tropical storm going down, like that shut down Puerto Rico was, recently? Is, is it that was what a red flag day, which is the closest to mandatory beach closures? Yes. And, yeah. and, and I, again, I've been to that beach hundreds of times, never seen that many surfers successfully catching waves. It was rough. But I was like, if I can get past this without her, find the sandbar, we can chill out in, you know, the wonderful Gulf of Mexico. Uh, and my buddy said it was two football fields out. So I'm like, I'm going to go see if I can find the sandbar. And, uh, I had a fitness tracker, and um, so I'm like literally looking like, ooh, 50 yards, 100 yards, 200 yards, here's where it should be, and like it wasn't, but I'm also tracking my exercise and my goals, I'm like, I should I should go for a quarter of a mile, swimming out a quarter of a mile into the ocean, and I got there, and I'm, you know, I love swimming down to see where, like how deep I can get in the water, like, well, I can't even fucking swim to the bottom anymore, cool, and then I'm like, I should go for a third of a mile, and um, I made it. Ding, ding, ding. Look at my watch. Turn around. And there are police swarming the beach. <laughs> there are police swarming the beach all over the place. And I'm like, dude, that better not me. That better not be for me. That I better not on my like third date with this person have had her call the police on me. <laughs> Fuck. And then a uh, uh, very southern place. All like I, I can't swim back right away. I've been out for like 20 minutes. And uh, I'm trying to hustle back. And a bunch of paddle boards come out like, hey! We're really worried about you back there. Like, yes, I'm fine. Get on my board. I'm like, no, I'm a good. What are you doing? I don't need your help. I was just the waves were choppy, and the way I was j- going underwater means in the, as far as I was out, I mean, I wasn't visible for like ten minutes, and a bunch of people started worrying. And I'm like, no. And then I'm just having a conversation with these hicks on these paddle boards <laughs> as we swim back in. And then I'm like, I don't have my glasses on. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, I hope that's not my friend. And it's two women in lab coats like, are you Chris? Are you okay? I'm like, yes, stop. Leave me alone. I just was swimming. <laughs> um, he's like, what? 
you can't do this. this is a red flag day and like red flag day means you can swim dum dum and no, she, it doesn't. that's why all these no, people are doesn't. swimming a double no. red flag means you can't swim and she was like well we, we lost a first responder last week um jesus like, i am sorry yeah, <laughs> i didn't it, actually call okay. her dumb dumb but i changed my tone like i am see, sorry See, if they'd let you go out to the sandbar you might have found their corpse <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, was for, I was looking for that jaws body yeah, yeah, it would have just come rules. out of a little hole with, like, one eye missing. Uh. So, so there might be different rules for Pacific versus Atlantic Ocean. But first of all, red flag here means, yeah, you, you should not swim, typically because of riptides. That's more right. what they're worried about. Like, red flags means, like, hey, that's going to drag your ass out to right. see whether you want to swim a third of a mile or not. Yeah, right. But then but, the other thing is, like, dude, when you're like, hey, I want to swim further, you don't go out. You know, go I, along I, the beach I, when you want to swim a distance. something I've always done. My sister and I would do it, like, just see how far we could go until we get scared. I'd usually swim out until a whistle got blown, and I'd be like, fine. And there's no lifeguards. <laughs> it's usually so, like, how I would the, do it. The, 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 I'm trying to avoid the cops. For the first time in my life, I emerged from the ocean. I'm like never going to beautiful get, waxed Bond girl. I'm never right going to get applause like that again. I got a standing O from, like, 100 people I've never met. <laughs> like, we're so glad you're okay. I'm like, fuck, I was fine. Leave me alone. And, uh, yeah, it just turns out some... It wasn't my girl who called. It was just it was a fucking Karen. Like, no, she called like ten minutes when you, I was out for thirty minutes. She called ten minutes in, and the police swarmed the area. And I I now also know, had I been drowning or taken by Riptide, they wouldn't have done anything. It, no. like, it, it would have taken them twenty minutes to get to yeah. you. They, like she's like uh, the paramedic was worried, and the lifeguards were worried, and the people were worried, but the sheriff didn't give a shit. Didn't call out a helicopter. Didn't call in a rescue in a boat. Civilians had to do that shit. Because he, like, he's probably fine. There's not a riptide. Neither was. Yeah. Maddie, I, I, I'm a beach Florida guy. I've been in a riptide. I know what to do in a riptide. I'm fine. Go sideways. I've also been in a riptide. It's, you know, you just, you ride it out. Yeah, man. Until it dissipates, well, and then you come you back swim, wider. You, you swim parallel to Yeah, the cut diagonal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you ride it, essentially, until you're out of it, you know, off to the side, then you come back. I think that was, that was so wait, part so, of it. So the thing they decided to do was, well, what do you want to do? You want to go rescue? Well, let's just let's just sit here and wait. Yes. And and clap? Like, that <laughs> was their plan. Multiple sirens. Like, That's I, the plan. I, I don't <laughs> like being... Anywhere with my shirt off, let alone with hundreds of people noticing me, it sucked. I hated it. That people is, were coming up to you me. You just needed your you needed your your swim trunks to just like fall off at that moment, <laughs> that just would, to really seal the deal. I'm fine. <laughs> or you emerge with just like the biggest erection you've had in your life, and everybody is. It would be the opposite. It'd be shrinkage, right? Like yeah. they would fall off. I was and in the ocean. From... Yeah, it would be like, and you'd get like some inversion going on, mm-hmm. and your your girl would start crying. Yeah, like nobody gets really before. Nobody gets yeah, something hurt. All. That what is, what is he a ninja tucking it up into his body <laughs> when he's swimming? <laughs> it's protected from sharks. And uh, yeah, you swam so far out in hammerhead territory. <laughs> no, I didn't. Shut up. I've been. You know they bite dicks. Don't I want to meet this? Far. I want to meet this shark with such a delicate bite. He's only going after your penis. He's just like I just I just want a little set. Listen, you have to understand. The tastiest part of the human is the penis. <laughs> this is the best shark oh, come impression on, Bruce, I've ever Bruce, just eat heard. the whole body like the rest of us. <laughs> Give me more of the shark impression. He said, hey, Bruce the shark, yes. It's, I, I don't remember, I, now I lost it. I don't no, remember you were sort I was of doing. like educated. Well, that's what it was, yeah. Just proud of who right. I am. There it was. Yeah, this is the yeah. part of the body I eat. No, why would I? Why would I eat the penis first? Just, this would be a great just, time for a manscape sponsor. Swim up behind a swimmer and just kind of do a just... podcast with my cousin up in Amity Beach who just eats eyeballs. <laughs> yes, we can visit all Ron DeSantis's Mexicans that he tricked rather cruelly for a terrible stump to impress races. Uh, sorry for referencing that, but it's one of the worst things I've seen a human being do, and it should disqualify really him from is. ever pursuing office again. My God. 
Uh, I promise this show's about video yes. games. Sure. Uh, we want to talk about <laughs> and big sharks leaks, biting dicks Monkey off. Island, uh, mm-hmm. Trombone uh, Champ. Uh, yeah. We've done stuff. shows about sharks, even. You can go look those up. But yeah, this show's about on sharks. That one. So this show is about games where you play as someone who is not the protagonist in at, right. at the opening. Games that start you out like you'll you'll be playing as someone else for the remainder of this game, but while they're still getting ready, <laughs> I'm here to be your protagonist for the next fifteen yeah. minutes to three hours. Which I, I thought of this based on a while, isn't it? I, I thought of this based on a recent release, but then Michael told mm-hmm. me it's actually tied with yes. a current release this week. Uh, right? So, yes, mm-hmm. in, in Return to Monkey Island, you begin the game playing as someone who is not Guybrush Threepwood. I was what? actually going to I was going to suggest this as the topic, but I, I just figured you had to have done it before, so I didn't say anything. And then when you DM me to say this is the top five, I was like, perfect. I was, I was also convinced we'd done it before, so I had to yeah. look into it and like search my, my big dock of show themes like five or six times. Like, okay, no, I'm not seeing no. these, these pop up. Hey everybody, this is where I break in to acknowledge that some of you are furrowing your brows in confusion right now because yes, we did do this thing. When you do a weekly show for years and years and years, sometimes it is easy to forget you did this same topic roughly three and a half years ago, which we did in episode 301, Prologue Tagonist. We just forgot about it, and I didn't write the game names down in my notes when we did that episode, so it did not show up when I tried to search for it. So apologies, we do retread three out of the five games that we talked about in 2019, but it's a new discussion, and it'll be a lot of fun, so... Bear with us. Apologies for the repetition. Here we go. So, Another excuse to play that MC Chris clip. Let's do it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd thought about that. But no. Um, yeah. Well, you know what? Let's just dive right into that with... Number five. Do you guys think we'll always be together like this? I sure hope so. Huh? Where did that come from? Uh, well, you know, just thinking out loud. Well, I doubt we could be together forever. But isn't that what growing up's all about? What's important isn't how often we see each other, but how often we think about each other. I hate Kingdom Hearts dialogue. I hate it. Off a fortune cookie? That's it. No more ice cream for you. Let me play! I think no, I hate someone, about ice cream. I, I think someone cut the pauses out of that thing too, because when you play that shit, the pauses are like twice as long yeah. between lines. And there was there was no like huh. In between mm-hmm. lines. <laughs> uh, uh, but I will say, yeah. as soon as he mentioned growing up, uh, Blink-182 just immediately started playing in my head. And that someone has already edited that, surely, right? Like, that that video exists. I'm sure. And, you know, <laughs> but, but you know, you, you, all, you all heard this cheering in your heads and in your hearts. No, Chris, is that what it sounded like when you emerged from the water? <laughs> Everybody's favorite part of every any Kingdom Hearts game is, yeah. of course, that that bit where it uh, delays you from getting back into the plot or the characters that you were familiar Kingdom with. Hearts game. God yes, damn it! No, you you gotta fucking hang out in this town and do summer jobs so that you and your friends can go on a beach trip that you don't get to see. Don't you know you have to earn the rights to play Kingdom Hearts games, Chris? You gotta you gotta throw in at least a good hour or two. It's not a 
double their course. This isn't fair at all. I first games like that too. You got to play a stupid beach sequence for an hour before you ever fucking that's true, smell like, a Disney character. If you don't play that, opening, <laughs> well, hold on. Which game were you playing? If you don't play you that smelling? opening sequence in Kingdom Hearts One, <laughs> every time those characters Gorsh. appear, you will never give a shit again. They're never on yeah. screen for more than five seconds ever again. It doesn't matter. But yeah, that's right. I don't get my dude. That was the worst Pete I've ever done. I normally do that voice so much better. <laughs> oh, you got a little <laughs> Jim coming. Let me, let me take that one again. Santa Claus. There it is. 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 Santa Claus. I'm, I'm glad you can workshop your impressions <laughs> on this shit. On, on, my po- on your podcast? Yeah, you're welcome. Very, very tight and professional. I got it. what I do. <laughs> just kind of what I do when I'm here. Yeah, I'm allowed play to for be a whole hour. Alone. Play for the whole hour. Don't even play as the main protagonist. What's the deal? Yes. What a rip so, off. so yes, Kingdom Hearts Two starts you off as playing as Roxas, who again Roxas. needs to do odd jobs to save up money. And you know, weird things start happening to him and his friends. Uh, someone steals not just a bunch of photos from him and their rivals and uh, other people in town, but they steal the concept of photos, the memory of photos. They they. They, they try to say the word photos, and instead it's just, it comes out as like a blank line in the subtitles, yeah. and they just... It's an interesting concept. You, you stole my... Like, didn't you? No, it is. Like, to open up a photo, to, to open up a, a, a... I'm not saying it's it's well done, but I'm saying it's an interesting concept of, like, opening up, a, like, a... a, a well, why can't I think of the word? The thing you put pictures in, picture book. Album. Photography. Album. Photo, album. Album. photo album. Thank you. Could not, could not uh, think of the word. Nowadays, it would just be an iPhone, opening album. up your iPhone. <laughs> it's seeing a picture that you have no memory of. Like, that's like that's like almost a Stephen King premise, you know? Mm. Uh, I'm not saying it's done well here, no, even as a Kingdom Hearts fan myself, but, like, I think that's I am a massive conceit. Kingdom Hearts fan, and I will play every Kingdom Hearts game eventually, and I have for the most part. <laughs> Uh, I skipped the mobile ones myself. Yes, the, well, I mean, when they were remade on DS, I did. I even reviewed some for Nintendo Power. Uh, Those uh, are the only ones I played. I skip all the main numbered entries, and I only play fuck? all the weird sides. I'm kidding. <laughs> the well, I hope you enjoyed the, Union Cross, whatever that thing was. The PSP version is the only one with Cinderella World. Um, <laughs> but but that's it's something I keep that's yelling about true. in Kingdom Hearts. There isn't a satisfying story reason to play as Roxas for that nope. long, other than nope. the fact... No. What's his nuts wanted to introduce a new character to put in a spin-off series. Yeah. He even mm-hmm. makes up lore of why there's a bunch of people exactly like Roxas. Like, this is stupid. I know Haley Joel Osment comes with a fee. This is dumb. There's no artistic reason for this to happen other than a cynical way to introduce a new character people yeah. might buy in a game. Well, they, they needed to clear the broccoli out of his robot gears first before he could, uh, <laughs> yes, the spinach. Exactly. And, and once uh, again, if you're, if you're not tired of me saying this, they can't add Disney characters. All they can do is add Kingdom Hearts characters. They can't make a new experience in a Disney world. You almost always right. just follow the plot of the movie, and they don't really deviate from that very much, usually. I mean, you, you can, but then you'd have to cough up extra money. No, I, 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 I have to imagine Disney kind of doesn't want that to happen. And as a, as a fan, like I don't I don't want to be in a straight-to-DVD sequel of fucking Aladdin and a Kingdom Hearts game. Don't read... Hey... The Three Musketeers level, that though, good. in 3D, pretty dope. That was good. And that is a straight-to-video. But, like, no, especially like playing this, because, I mean, when did this come out? 2006, I think, was yeah. Kingdom Hearts 2? 2? Wow. So, really? I think, it's, I think it's 2006. It is 2006. Somewhere around there. 2002 to 2006. I think so. So that would put wow. me at uh, 13 years old, because uh, every time I'm here, my job is also to make the hosts and most listeners feel old. Uh, so <laughs> I'm 13, and I remember, like, for me... Because for me, it was like, oh, wow, Kingdom Hearts 2 is out. I love the first. Let's play this one. And, yeah, being extremely confused for that first hour and change, like, 
what is going on here. And, like, and, you and know. You're younger, so it felt like even. My memory of it is it taking even longer than it really actually does. It's a little under two it hours. T- it, yeah, but it's still a it's long, long time. It's, but also, yeah, I just want to plant a, a bad a memory for, for listeners. Tony was 13 when he played it, so guaranteed he masturbated hey. to at least one of the characters in this game. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. He's, Look at he's thinking. Think, like, he's uh, thinking. Uh, <laughs> no, no, hold on. He's checking the, he's checking the I, No, bang. I can say with confidence that I have never... I have never gotten the poison out to a fictional cartoon or animated character of any kind. You think you're better than me? Like I'm I, 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 I can say that truthfully. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can say that truthfully. Hmm. So it's not, only been, not even goofy with that raw sexuality. Been, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I haven't yucked myself uh, before. <laughs> oh, I dropped my pencil. What if I bent over to pick it up? <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> oh, I picked the wrong day to wear a phone. Uh, you got to you got to play Dreamlight Valley to get that. Uh, Dad, you know what my, are you doing I used with to be called Dippy Dog for a reason. The horse. That, wait, my goofy went terrible. I didn't want to say anything. Man. I mean, listen, he's got he's got Clarabelle Cow. He can, you know, he can he can get taken care That's of. Horace Horace a... Collar's partner. No. Goofy, I thought he, I, yeah. I thought yeah. Goofy dated Clarabelle. I only sucked on her teats that one time. Well, this is well this, in my fan fiction. He dated Clarabelle. This so is neither here nor there. But in the first episode of Andor, the first woman who talks <laughs> has the haircut of Pete's wife in Goof Troop. <laughs> she does. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. It's like I, I made the reference well, to just the way I, I, like it. I, I think it's about, a very attractive this. haircut. You're welcome, everyone. Um, how about some more of this great Kingdom Hearts voice By the way, acting? if you've never played Kingdom Hearts, you don't know whether or not any of what we just said is actually from the games, and that's hilarious. You never will. Even yeah. if you played it, you won't know what's that's from the true. games. That's <laughs> true. You, you won't remember any of it, just like these guys. Have you ever been this ticked off before in your life? No. Because I haven't. Nuh-uh. Never. Now, what to do? We could find the real thieves. That would set the record straight. Hey, that sounds fun. Does it, though? I, w- I want to say the only edit that I made there was to cut out a roughly 10-second pause during which nothing happened but crescendoing music. Told you. What was that? It mm-hmm. sounds like Terry from Solar Opposites. It's it's uh, Jesse McCartney <laughs> is the voice of Roxas. Wow. I hope he mm-hmm. dies. <laughs> oh, I have a fever. I can say crazy <laughs> shit. I shouldn't even be doing this. <laughs> Fair enough. My son's dead. My, my son's dead. <laughs> Fuck We've had a lot of McCartney's um, in this episode already. Hot huh? take. This might be the worst Kingdom Hearts game. It. Uh, so, no, it's three. Uh, well, no, mainline, it's three. What? No. Dude, it's. Yeah, dude. Three. three. Well, it depends on your what you look for in the games. Three Disney. Was, I look for Disney okay, in the games, okay. which is why they constantly disappoint yes, me. Yes, Disney, but in terms of like how it's presented. Because, like, one had, like. The, I, I liked the worlds in one the best because of how they were laid out and there was like it wasn't good platforming but it was still exploratory two was like just almost entirely combat focused three every world except for like the big hero six world has the exact same layout where you just go through each chamber in a circle and loop back like there's no the level design was just so boring and for me that's what I wanted more out of because I love the platforming in one so like for me, it was so. For me, of the main lines, three is the of the numbered. Uh, three is the worst. Hmm. Like worst, worst is like you know probably one of those again one of those like mobile gotcha ones or mm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But like so, Michael, how did yeah. how did this resolve itself? How did we get out of Roxas land and and start playing as Sora in this game? Well, we have, I, we have I think he he starts to get little hints about who he really is. 
Roxas. Do you remember your true name? Say no it's more, old. Nomine. But if no one tells him, Roxas will... It's best he doesn't know the truth. Hey, you're that pickpocket! Yeah, that pickpocket. Dude, um, this story sucks. It, is, it, is my, it might be my favorite intro of any game ever, though. Let me say that. Sanctuary, hmm. the opening Kingdom Hearts 2, I watch it on YouTube all the time. It's I'm very good. Hmm. It's very good. Uh, yeah, here's the thing. And, and, <laughs> and again, I say this as somebody who adores this series. The storyline is complete nonsense. You don't yeah. play it for a plot that makes any sense. And yes, you can like find like Tetsuya Nomura's like cocaine fueled logic to make it make some sense, but it doesn't make sense. You just gotta say, okay, I don't care what's going on. I'm gonna hang out with Aladdin. Like right. <laughs> that's that, why that, you that play to me is what I like most about the game: hanging out with my favorite Disney characters yeah. and and very enjoyable combat. Yeah, I will yeah. say sometimes like uh, I because I, I, I like three. I thought it was yeah a, a little more focused and Kingdom Hearts two. I think it was just like. I want to see new Disney worlds, and then man, do they deliver with a Tron and the Steamboat Willie level? But it's like I don't want to be a Nightmare Before Christmas anymore, like ever again. Don't put me in this level again. I don't want to see this. Agrabah is kind of boring. Don't put me here again. Well, we'll never get the Tarzan level again since they don't have those rights anymore. Yeah, it's a shame because it was like, domain. well, well, they they um something something changed because they don't they like couldn't ever use it again. Like it wasn't even oh, in really. Yeah, it's like in a park. It was, they got a Tarzan. Yeah. It wasn't even in like the 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 first spinoff, Chain of Memories. Like the second game released chronologically, they didn't even have uh, Deep Jungle in that. Like some something happened, some weird rights thing happened. You sure that's just because that's literally no one's favorite Disney movie? Like, there's, I want to meet the person that's like Tarzan is my favorite. I'm not Disney saying it's movie. my favorite, but it's a top pick for me. Hmm. What? Definitely a younger it's man, de- and it's definitely a top soundtrack pick as well. Oh, and man. definitely, <laughs> and what? and hold on, hold on, I'm not even done. And easily my favorite of the worlds in the Kingdom Hearts series. Wow. Gross. To Matt's question, yeah, though, so... how did this resolve itself? I, I vaguely remember, mm. like, does don't you like as Roxas work to wake Sora up? Sora's yes, like yes. in some deep sleep, and Roxas yeah. is actually his nobody, whatever the fuck that means. Yes, you're like doppelgangers well, Michael, and connected somehow. It, it's when never body... resolved. Doesn't make any sense, and is just an excuse to. Put more characters in the game without Disney's approval, yeah. and I think you're you like living Michael, in a simulation or something, and you ugh, you can't get enough. M- your your money gets stolen, and you don't get to go to the beach because like we haven't built the beach. They can't go there. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Uh, actually, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, because <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they started the visuals first. I'm exactly. You see, exactly. Michael, when when a person becomes a heartless, uh, the empty Spike. shell of their body Ooh, then turns my... into a nobody. It's <laughs> a person. With no soul or heart. That is Roxas. It also so implies the existence corpse. of a third. I'm just kidding. Yes. He, yes. He's, he's less a walking corpse and more so if a, sh- if like you, sh- if a snake shed its skin and then the skin got to live its own life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dark. I love it. Now I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think oh, we need best to move ever. on now. Yeah. Number four. When the balance of power is inevitably lost. It's up to the courageous and the wise to restore it. The Willow but Arcadia. sometimes... <laughs> I know. Sometimes. 
They need a little extra help. I love how much that also sounded like Kingdom Hearts, by the way. Sometimes you got to shake your ass. VO from the character who disappears after about five minutes of play from what game? This is Cadence of Hyrule. Yeah, Cadence of Hyrule, which is a double swerve because it starts you off. The title character is Cadence. Cadence, from Crypt yeah. of the Necrodancer, and it starts you off playing as her, so it's, and she's like featured in all the marketing stuff. So you might think, like, yeah, I'm going to play as this character now. And right. no, you, you play through a tutorial, and then you get to choose, like, oh, do I go through this portal to wake up Link, or this portal to wake up Zelda? And then that actually chooses who you're going to play for the rest of the adventure, and Cadence is just like, well, I'm going to go try to get back to my own world. Guess I'll see ya. She becomes Nintendo an will probably make more sequels to this than Breath of the Wild, so might as well. They haven't made there. a single one yet, so yeah. Uh, there is a new uh, uh, Necrodancer game coming, though. Um, I need to double check what it's called, but they're basically like finally someone's doing another like Rhythm Heaven, and it's mm. these guys. Oh, really? and, and yeah. Uh, let me. I'll look up. The, let me look up the name real quick. Uh, a Rift of the Necrodancer, I think it's called. Oh. oh. Um, but it's like, yeah, let me double check that. But I, yeah, I mean, this, yeah, so Rift this of the game, Necro Dancer. It's like Guitar Hero plus Rhythm Heaven plus Punch Out. Like those what? are like the three gameplay styles. Yeah, it looks <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it looks like so much fun that this team, I don't remember the name of the studio. They make cool stuff in Cadence of Hyrule rules. I love this game. Nice. The, these are rhythm, rhythm top down RPGs. So, so the original Crypt of the Necro Dancer, um, was sort of like a roguelike rhythm rpg where when you move enemies move and they have certain set patterns that you have to learn and you you have to kind of figure out how to move around them but you get basically incentivized to moving to the beat of of these songs right and you'll lose your your multiplayer if you move when it when if it's not on rhythm and i think actually there's a setting like there's certain modes where you just it doesn't matter being on the beat and stuff just moves along with you but you're supposed to be hopping along the the yeah. the, the map to the beat yeah. and then and no matter you, what it's a you move they move thing so it's about yep. like timing when you're going to be on a certain it, space it's about t- trying to time when you're going to arrive at a certain square on the map when and when the enemy will be in that square so that you're in position to attack them and kill them before they kill you right and so that formula was then applied to a zelda game which if you think of the Zelda top-down formula uh, makes perfect sense, right? It's it's very similar, and to, like, well, you're on these. Oh, and that's the other thing is it's, it's on a one in this game. It's it's that Zelda. It's on one screen map type mm-hmm. thing, right? So you're you're moving from screen to screen, just like in the original Legend of Zelda game. Um, but in this, so it's basically Crypt of the Necro Dancer with the Zelda skin plus some modifications to the gameplay. Like I don't. I don't know that I actually died in this game. I think technically it is a roguelike, but I think I went through the whole campaign mm. without dying the first time. Yeah, <laughs> like, it it is, and I don't remember the consequences of dying because it's not as randomized. I don't think. Well, the uh, original was very hard too. Like you got yeah. so there was and like dungeons procedural. you were trying to beat, and the deeper you went in the dungeon, like it right. got way harder. Yeah. yeah, and and it will and it would change every time. And I'm trying to remember. I don't. I'm trying to remember like how like how much changes when you die in this like. I don't remember how drastic things change, but yeah, like, I mean, it is a Zelda game. Like, you have your heart containers, you have your dungeons, like, uh, it's, 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 it's further proof that, like, Nintendo should let more outside developers 
play with their things. IP. That, that's, because, that's the biggest miracle this, of this thing to me is yeah. they let someone else use their yeah. IP in, in, in like a really good way. Yeah. You know? Well, and it's the second time it's happened, right? Like Capcom Minish Cap. Uh, that Zelda game is excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, they let, they let uh, I, I don't remember the name of the studio, but they let them do this with Cadence of Hyrule. Yeah. And yeah, it's a it's a wonderful game. Uh, they eventually it was maybe a year later. I want to say they released basically uh, an entirely they like put out basically a whole second game for free on top of this game with Majora's Mask stuff. Uh, yeah, there was a free download. Yeah, there's a free DLC yeah. to this. And this is sort of, by the way, um, this technically applies because you do start as Cadence and then she becomes an NPC. You can unlock her and use her later right. in the game if you want. But who's Who's going to do that when you can play as, as Link or Zelda, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. come on. That's cool. And, yeah, there aren't, a, there aren't enough games that you play as Zelda. That's awesome. More games mm-hmm. should do this. Uh, yeah, and I, I just want to point out, like, Minish Cap was the second collaboration of Capcom. The first being, of course, Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. Oh, right. That was also Capcom. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so so we're on a... So they then they, they've reached their pattern. They've had three good examples, so they should mm-hmm. do it more. Um, you're right. Yeah. You're right. That, yes, that's not I, even I, I counting for... Mario plus rabbits with Ubisoft. That's true. Well, I, mean, I just mean Zelda specifically. Yeah. yeah um. Uh. Yeah. No, you're right. Ages and seasons. Oh, this game's so good. Well, I got one. One of them's like right behind me on the shelf. Mm. Um. <laughs> anyways. Uh. Yeah. Canes of Hyrule's great. If you love Zelda games, play this one. Yeah. It's, it's good. It, it's probably. I'm gonna guess because like. Even people who love certain series, there's always, like, one game they're missing in it, right? Like, it just kind of happens. Mm-hmm. Chances are, if you're a Zelda fan, I'm not going to say chances are, but, like, if there's a Zelda game you missed, there's a good chance it's this one, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and, it's a and, game. Yeah, and, like, hey, fix that. It's a great yeah. game. If, if you need any further encouragement, here's uh, what the combat sounds like. Fuck the combat. Listen to the soundtrack. Listen to yeah, I know. Like soundtrack is pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah. Metal versions of Zelda yeah. tunes? Hell yeah. I don't remember. Do they yeah. do the shopkeeper in this like like from the original Crypt of the Necrodancer, Tony? I I don't remember. I, I want to say it's like a, a regular Zelda shopkeeper. So I, I've been, I played it at release. I've been it's wanting been to do a, a list for years, which is interesting. Shopkeepers, pretty much inspired by the original Crypt of the Necrodancer shopkeeper. Which, mm-hmm. so you hear how amazing the music is, and the original is like that. The, the shopkeeper sings opera to oh, the right. music. Yeah, in those yeah, because that's, like, that's how you know you're getting close to him. Yeah, you can also attack him, and and he's he's very powerful. But if you if you manage to kill him, you get like a ton of gold and, and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I I I do remember because I remember that being I thought a really interesting factor in Crypt of the Necrodancer is like. If you started to hear like the law, 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 or whatever, you'd know yeah. you were near a shop. You're near a shop. You're near yeah. Shop. Yeah. Because you're, really you're unlocking the map as you explore yeah. in, in those games. It has so a really cool tell. I looked yeah. up, yeah, the roguelikes in this. I don't think it resets the map, but it resets all your, your rupees, your right. any temp items you had and stuff. But I they think, have the Sheikah stones, which sort of are like save states. You can warp yeah. back to places. I that. think it's the overworld is the same, but I want to say that maybe the dungeon, specifically the dungeon layouts do change. Yeah, probably. I Probably. think I think that's how that works. It's like a yeah. chamber by chamber like generation. But if you're one of those people who's wrong, by the way, who complains that about overhead Zelda that formula being stale, um, this is a it completely shakes up that formula. So it's worth trying just because that. And it's also like twenty dollars this game or twenty four dollars. Yeah, it's just twenty five so, physically. Also, yeah, if you're yeah. saying that, 
literally all of them are completely different from one another. <laughs> like, the yeah. only two that are drastically... Like, Ages and Seasons are companion games, but, like, what, Spirit Tracks and uh, Phantom Hourglass are, like, pretty similar, but literally every other top-down one is com- is very different yeah, from and all Go the play others. Link Between Worlds, Link between worlds that man. fucking rules. God, That's that was, one of the best yes. Zelda games ever made. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. Pissed I can't find my fucking 3DS. I would love the, uh, the 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 Switch remake of Link's Awakening is wonderful. I love his. I love him looking like what's his name, the dentist from Rudolph. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love Hermie. Yeah, the that, dentist, that, yeah. that I want is to the be a homeless <laughs> a dentist. I want to be a dentist. <laughs> that um, is the, that is the cutest Link has ever looked. Isn't that game? He's just this adorable did, little. Did you like, hear that, that remark in fish. one of our friend groups? I still like saying it. Uh, his young young daughter, he was playing a different Zelda game. She's like, that's not Smooth Link. He's like, Smooth Link? She only knew Link's Awakening. So smooth Link. <laughs> that's his Bumble smooth profile. Link. I'm Smooth Link, baby. Smooth Link. Oh, yeah. Ladies uh, and gentlemen, you're listening to Smooth Link smooth 101 <laughs> to the sword. Now you know why Nintendo doesn't let me talk. I sound like this. <laughs> it would be off-putting, let's be honest. Man. Link wishes he could be as smooth as this guy. Number three. Evening, Haytham. Reginald? <laughs> I can't tell you how happy I was to hear they'd mounted this revival. Gay's best work by far. Have you seen it before? Once. My father brought me here as a child. Though I remember little of it. I don't suppose tonight will afford me the luxury of a proper viewing either. No, I'm afraid it won't. Because you'll be murdering! <laughs> Sounds like he was near a shopkeeper in that clip, too. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen they mounted the survival? No, I was too busy mounting your wife last night, Reginald. Because <laughs> oh, uh, I am a smooth, nice murderous murder. motherfucker. Yeah. So that's Assassin's Creed 3. Yeah. yeah. The beginning, sure specifically. So, yeah, yeah, the yeah. opera house. And uh, they, did, they, they did a pretty big swerve with this one. Uh, you know, they kept it secret right up until the reviews. And I remember, like, you know... I, I kind of had figured they were doing something along these lines before I saw it for the first time because, but I, I thought that like, you know, from the clues that had been laid down, uh, Charles Lee was going to be the main character's father. And I noticed like, okay, so it's been announced that he was the main character, Connor or Raton Hagedon was born in this year, but the story is supposed to start in this year, which is like, you know, 10 years earlier or something like mm. that. Uh, what's what's really going on? I think you play as his dad, and like the PR person I said this to was, was like, "Oh, that's very interesting that you'd think that, huh?" Yeah. <laughs> Don't print that, or we'll sue you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he is also is he the father or grandfather of the Black Flag protagonist as well? So uh, so the Black Flag protagonist is the grandfather of Connor and the father. Oh, of Oh oh, it's the other way around. Yeah, gotcha. Haytham Kenway okay. is uh, Edward Kenway's son. So he's the son of a pirate who grows up right. to be like an 18th century James Bond. Yeah. And like not only is it a swerve in that you you know, you weren't expecting to play as a different character. Uh here's this guy and you you get to see like, you know, we'd seen assassins, you know, with Ezio who like we followed them from birth. Like the literally the first thing you see of Ezio yeah. is him being stillborn and his father comes in and you know coaxes him to life basically and makes him you know kick and that's how you, you press learn, a like oh, to move your leg exactly this button moves my head this his button father moves came my in his father came in to press Y to pay respects but yes, then exactly Ezio pressed Y to kick I've never seen so many so much agency giving to a baby with SIDS <laughs> <laughs> sorry 
It's not even well. It's, That's it's not what Sid's is. No, I know Matt. Matt the father's like ah, I don't like that joke. <laughs> nope. 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 Uh, but uh, yeah, but this time around you get to play as the dad. I guess you could technically say you get to play as the itch in the dad's ball sack because he meets uh, Connor's mother. Me, Hatham. I come in peace. Why are you speaking so slow? <sighs> Sorry. It's a kingdom. What do you want? Well, your name. A <laughs> one. I'm Gadzio. Pleased to meet you. Is that fucking Tannis from Letterkenny? Just call me Zio. 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 Could be. I'm not sure, actually. But that. It sounds like her. It sounds like Tannis from Letterkenny. Is uh, your fucking ball to tug at you? How is three like looked upon these days? Because I remember while playing it, really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. But unless I'm misremembering, I feel like it's not considered one of the quote unquote good ones anymore. It, it's it's difficult to note because like um, I think the sense of scale in three disappointed some people. But then Odyssey and uh, what was the other one? Origins came. <laughs> That's out. too much scale. <laughs> I think. I think the way it's remembered is is they tried a lot of new things in 3 that did make their way into future yeah. Assassin's Creed the, games. Yeah. It's a very important Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. Like yeah. the Wilderness Freerunning debuted yep. here. Exactly. Uh, the, I the, like that. The bigger scope, like, you know, my first impression playing it was like, this is going to be like Assassin's Creed Skyrim. This is enormous. Yeah. And right. it wasn't and I remember, that. I remember but. liking the, um, the like, I don't, they had a term for it, but the like, Instead of, like, you know, isolate them, kill them in secret assassinations, they had, like, kill them in the middle of this battlefield because no one's going to know you were there either. It was the middle of a battlefield. Mm-hmm. Like, I always thought I thought that was really cool. Like, you were, like, charging on the front lines of, like, the musketeers to, like, stab a general. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, no, you're you're just as hidden there because it's the chaos of, of war. Yeah. The ba- you know? Battle I remember of Bunker those Hill really was cool. a really cool yeah. sequence where you're, like, yeah. running through this town that's being demolished by cannon fire. Yeah, small plug. Archie, they're having a battle on our hill. <laughs> that is a really small plug old for, uh, reference. Hearing Diana talk about Last of the Mohicans on Thirty Twenty Ten mm. this week. Yeah, I, this was the one where they introduced boat stuff, which I know yes. they did not get right until Black Flag. The boat. Uh, it was yeah. who was it? Somebody. It was like a McElroy brother or someone. I remember he was talking on a podcast and he said something like, "What? Whoever pitched the term boat stealth." <laughs> needs to just like get punched in the Boat face. Stealth. Yeah, because you had to like be stealthy and you had to follow other ships stealthily, which is like yeah, you <laughs> had to do, do that on the open sea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. they yeah, the naval combat, like all that stuff, was a precursor to what they did in Assassin's Creed Four. It was it was it right. wasn't free roaming. It was like these right. self contained missions and in, in yeah. Crafted, and Black Flag got it right. You know, yeah. you got to prototype it somewhere. But uh was interesting, like, talking to some of the developers behind this and finding out that, like, this was actually a really, really major breakthrough that they did creating these ships. Because it's like, you've got these characters who are programmed to stand on, like, level ground, who, are, who mm. can climb up buildings, who can maybe go up a hill or something. And now yeah. we're going to introduce all these wilderness elements. We want them, this, you know, we want Connor to be able to run smoothly across tree branches and have it look really cool. And we also want him to stand on a platform 
that can move around through the world, taking all these characters with it who all have to be able to stand on this thing as it rocks around yeah. in the simulated ocean. Right. Like, well, this is a so major technical I, undertaking. Yeah. Having worked for a developer, I can actually speak with authority on these subjects. Having movie moving interactive geometry in a mm-hmm. video game is one of the toughest things you can do at, at such scale, right? Like, this, Well, yeah, this is... because the graphics are already done, and then you got to make them, like, look good on the ocean. Well, when you see literally, like, <laughs> I think it's, it's it's one of those famous, like, dev workarounds, like, when you see buses, I want to say it was, like, Fallout uh, Vegas or something, like, when you see, you know, um, trains or buses, it's actually just, like, a giant hat on some character that's under the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah really fast. I love yeah. seeing that kind of stuff. And honestly, like, you know, I, um... You know, obviously you you had experience with it, Matt, but I think like anyone who just like stops and thinks about it for a moment, right, can see like, oh no, wait a minute, yeah, this clearly took a lot of technical work to make this yeah. right. Because as you know, as you guys were saying, it is a moving platform that has to carry other people around. And I know I'm like talking a little bit out of my depth here, but like it seems to me that this this prototyping of this thing is why we have a game like Skull and Bones now. Like it that started mm. here. Yes. Was was this the one where they stopped doing the middle finger chop, or did they stop that in two? They stopped that I in me- two. Okay, because I remember that being a joke of like, yeah, put your finger in here. Ah, just kidding. We don't need to do yeah, that. Yeah, Da Vinci anymore. does that joke of like, ah, I improved oh, okay. the blade. You don't need to sacrifice a finger. Ha. So, mm-hmm. n- n- nice. Except you, Bossum. You need to lose a finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, Matt, you were absolutely right. Good ear. That is the same actress that played uh, Tannis on Mother. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, uh, <laughs> I was wow. joking. Wow, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Uh, the hottest yeah. drug dealer ever. Yeah, Ganyadio Horn is her name. But, Call me in here to be an assassin. Mm-hmm. Gotta do assassin things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, it, but the, the, to complete my thought from earlier, it was a swerve not just in that you're playing as your character's dad, also that you are an unexpected character. The game sort of tricks you into thinking, and this is a spoiler that is now widely known for a 10-year-old game. Uh, it tricks you into thinking... That you are playing as an assassin. You, you oh, see, right. One of the first things you see Hatham mm. do is use a hidden right. blade to stab someone in the back. He keeps talking, like, the people around him keep talking about him and his order. And, like, you know, there's this guy who's a, a real asshole general who's like, I used to call you my brother. And uh, so you think you're, you're doing assassin shit in, in the colonies. And uh, you get a big swerve at the, the end of Hatham's plotline. Together. We will usher in the dawn of a new world, one defined by purpose and order. Give me your hand. You are a Templar. May the Father of Understanding guide us. May the Father of Understanding guide us. Love the music sting there. What? Yeah, Nolan North going, wait, what at the end? Uh, yeah, no, it was, it was a, a, a big, uh, but you yeah. know, it was some, one of those things you can kind of see coming, but it's still sort of surprising to have it confirmed like, yeah. oh shit, I've been a bad I guy remember, this whole time. Yeah, I remember that being a good swerve. And then, mm-hmm. cause then like, um, Connor has that on him when he starts up, he's like, by the way, your dad wasn't on our side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, your granddad was nominally, but <laughs> we haven't developed that part of yeah, the story. Yeah, yeah, your yet. granddad was kind of a just a pirate who sometimes killed people yeah. for us. <laughs> he he uh, he he happened to kill an assassin and take his clothes, and lucky for him, that assassin was a turncoat, so it's okay. Yeah. But 
Oh, right. Yeah, that is. I forgot that is literally how Edward did it. He yeah, just put yeah. on a different dude's coat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, guess I'm an assassin now. That's Time all it to takes. Go to Cuba. Yeah. yeah. You didn't know that? Yeah. <laughs> Shit, man! I got like four assassins' coats. But here, you want one? To be yeah, fair, if you kill a guy and take his coat, coat like that is pretty much in line with pr- proving you're an assassin. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. Like, I well, feel like superhero origin stories have also treaded the same ground. Though, mm-hmm. let's be honest, right? Well, fucking yeah. Green Lantern, yeah. he finds a fucking ring, and oh, I'm a superhero. Now. I'm a Green Lantern <laughs> now, and you know, Batman. He found the original Batman and killed him, and it's like, oh, I guess I'm Batman now. Time to do some crimes. <laughs> that's that's the story of Batman, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Uh, Batman. Uh, Batman Beyond. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it from his parents, who are still alive. Oh, she dropped her pearls. It's so tragic. That's that's when Lil Bruce Wayne promised to grow up to be a jeweler. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but yeah, Assassin's Creed 3, you spend like the first two or three hours, I think, playing as Haytham. Uh, even longer than Roxas, I think. But uh, this, this bit is still remembered fondly because it actually does interesting stuff to set up and advance the story. But you want to talk about... Well, you know, this isn't even a swerve. It, it's just, this is like Naughty Dog's answer to the first 15 minutes of Up. Number two. <laughs> you kept complaining about your broken watch. No. So I uh, figured, you know. You like it? I think this is... It's what? nice, but I... I think it's stuck. It's not... What? No, 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 no. Oh, ha, ha. Where did you get the money for this? Drugs. I sell hardcore drugs. Oh, good. You started helping out with the mortgage then. Yeah, you wish. I love love that little exchange at the end. Just the sell hardcore drugs. Yeah. Like, oh, good. Great. It's a fun way to say hardcore drug. Mm-hmm. And yeah. while mm-hmm. you're talking about Mandalorian, because I've never played this game and I've only seen the show and I'm from the future. <laughs> this, this was what inspired the list for me. I was yeah. like, uh, "Hey, because I, I, I started playing the remake, the second remake of one. I guess first full remake, yeah. whatever. There was a remaster, yeah. but uh, and and yeah, of course, the the this game is sort of infamous for this intro. You know, you, you mm-hmm. play as uh, Joel's daughter, Sarah. Kind of, uh, it's it's a moment I think a lot of us are probably familiar with. At some point in our life, we wake up as kids, or we maybe come out of a room because we've been zoning out or playing video games, mm-hmm. and like people are gone, and you can't find like your parents. You're like, Mom, yeah. Dad, like it's, where the hell is everybody? Two in the morning, the house is quiet and empty. What is going on here? Never and, at two a.m. But, but yeah, you know, yeah, it's a way to kind of introduce you to the story at this point of you know this moment of crisis as a character who is more or less defenseless. And it's, it's, you know, it's a point of view, like you are scared, not just by what's happening. You're scared for her because like, this is a cute little girl you've just been introduced to. And now she's probably going to get eaten by zombies. And there's a moment toward the beginning, like when you're exploring the, the house, the, the quiet house, trying to find something when, uh, like for whatever reason, this is a small moment, but it's one of the scariest, I think. Eight miss calls. Where the hell are you? Call me on my way. Looking at a phone. <gasps> it's that, yeah, the dog crying out in pain and then stopping. Because the, the dog barking is just like part of the background noise because you've just mm. seen... A huge explosion off in the distance toward the city out out of uh, yeah that's my your dad's part. bedroom window mm-hmm. uh, yeah like seeing seeing the apocalypse from afar and mm-hmm. I think I think mm-hmm. 
why this works and something like Roxas doesn't is because the character <laughs> is fun, relatable, and charming and well-acted and yeah. gives you a sense of what Joel's actually lost. Well, yeah, and this also does everything in about 12 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's the other. The thing brevity is the important part. I mean, like, <laughs> this yeah. has to be the first time anyone is compared the beginning of Kingdom Hearts two to the well, beginning of the just, Last it's not, of Us. It's not like that big a swerve, but like Michael said, it's this. It's a more helpless human being having to see yeah. that through her eyes, and that she's funny and charming, capable. It shows you what, like you know, why Joel is who how he is. He he yeah. experienced massive loss. It, it wouldn't. Have, I don't think it. it, it but it, you know what I noticed though, yeah. as we playing through it, there's a character moment where. Joel was always sort of how he was because mm-hmm. there's a moment in this where you're in his you're in Tommy's car and there's a family walking alongside of the road I know and I think about. you know something happened to their car and and they yep. say like should we stop and help them he's like no just go just go like he is all about concern he's concerned about protecting him fam- his family and himself at the cost of everyone else and yeah. you're like oh shit that carries over into yeah. after the apocalypse yeah. See, he's always an asshole he wasn't just made that it's, way by the apocalypse it's still semi we call that the theme stated in movies it's still semi brilliant because it's the kind of thing that only games could do because yeah an effective a, a, a hyper effective depiction of loss that you couldn't yeah. really do in a movie it wouldn't have worked as well in a cutscene. you was that loss what <laughs> oh, that damn it. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, we could recreate that in this Google call. We have four panels here. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm going sideways. Uh, honestly, I'm glad this is on the list because I forgot that this is how this game starts. Like, I forgot you do start playing really? Sarah. I'm, I'm surprised I can like forget so this. I honestly, yeah. I honestly completely forgot that this is how it begins. Chris has only um, ever played as Sarah. He thought the entire game no, was played no, as Sarah. No. <laughs> no, I, I, I got to play it in preview stages, started it, didn't finish, started it again, and then I played the remastered one all the way through before 2 came out. Well, are we allowed? Can we spoil the actual swerve of the Sarah thing? Um, that she dies? Well, that it's it's not that she does because, like Chris said, you kind of assume she's going to get eaten by a mm-hmm. zombie or something. But it, the way she dies, it, it very much hints at what the rest of the game will be yeah. like of who the true monsters. Well, are. Well, let's yeah. let's build to that because the meat of this whole thing isn't wandering around the house, although that comes to an end in a spectacular fashion. <gasps> Jimmy, Dad, honey, come here, come here, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, I am warning you. No! You shot him. Sarah. I saw him this morning. Sammy, there is something bad going on. And we have got to get out of here. Do you understand me? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm wondering, like, I never thought about it before, but, like, why is Joel... Not only up, but why was he out of the house? Right. I mean, it's not. Yeah, I've always wondered. Was that it clear too. what time it was? Because like the local news is. It's coming like on. two a. It's two a.m. Yeah, there there are clocks all over the place. And by the way, kind of a neat touch. In I'm not sure if it was in the original. It's definitely in the remake. You can stand next to Joel's his his alarm clock, mm-hmm. and like it will tick over in real time. Oh wow! So um, I don't know. I mean, possibly there, there you could note stand there the, until five a.m. or something. There is a note on the fridge that says, "I'll be home late." You know, order dinner, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the assumption we're supposed to make is that he was working late. Yeah, and then I'm sure he got held up even later because 
the world is going to shit around. But him. he gets yeah. he gets home and she gives him the watch and then he he puts her to bed after she falls asleep on the couch and then we don't know where he is. See, we know he's I, not I in the house when she wakes up. I was assumed there was a time skip there that that was one night and it might be a different night the event actually happened. That I, I was a little unclear on that. Like yeah, because otherwise yeah, where the hell did he go? Is he? Yeah, partying with the neighbors. Brother are are Chippendales. Hmm. (laughs) Well, let's let's not let's not cinema sins this thing. We we were we were trying we were just talking about how like you know he's kind of a bad dude you know but but at the same time he waits (laughs) he doesn't shoot the guy right when the guy runs face first through his back door he waits and says I'm warning you Mm -hmm. uh, motherfucker you run face first through my back window I am shooting you as soon as that happens (laughs) that warning is is out the window at that point so I guess I'm a worse dude than Castle Doctrine by Looney Tunesing through my door (laughs) what if what if he doesn't mean to hurt you he just really hates sliding glass doors right damn you blight of suburbia (laughs) I've seen enough drunk people seen enough drunk people bounce off of sliding glass doors in my time yeah. to understand like the to actually run through them mm. uh that re- that requires some effort right this there. is true this is true yeah. but you have the, to be like johnny knoxville doing it on purpose or something yeah. <laughs> the the climax of this sequence is when you get into the car and it's a slow build as you're just like helplessly in the back seat it's like gordon freeman on the tram at the beginning yeah. of half-life 2 you're just being taken mm. past sights and yeah. it's quiet at first, but then you see like you know cop cars blaze past. You go by a, a, a barn like or a farmhouse that's like completely engulfed in flames. Like yeah. what mm-hmm. the fuck is happening? It seems normal, and then there is a moment of just insanity, and then it goes away as you drive past, and then you get stuck in the mother of all traffic jams. This is bad. Everyone and their mother had the same damn idea. We could. Backtracking. Hey, what the fuck, man? Let's go! Oh, oh, Tommy! Holy shit! What oh, just happened? What the fuck just happened? Did you see that? Yes, sorry. God damn. Turn here, turn here. So that is an interesting sequence because yeah. the, the one thing you can control is where she's looking. So mm-hmm. You can spin the camera around in all you directions. Can miss stuff. So yeah, you, it's possible if you are looking out like the left side of the car, you will see something happening at the hospital that's right along the highway where where you get stuck, and like some people run out, and you can watch those people run over to this car in front of you where the driver gets out, and then they tackle the driver, and then one of them, another one lunges inside to attack the passenger, and that's when you know you drive away. Yeah. But uh yeah, it's it's a neatly designed sequence that kind of rewards yeah. repeat repeat yeah. play. If it, if it unfolded with a cutscene or as you playing with Joel, it would be nowhere near as effective. It, it does yeah. make me realize the last place you want to be in a zombie apocalypse is in traffic because basically that's a buffet line yeah. to zombies. Yes. Like, look at all these <laughs> people <laughs> lined up for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Human, um, but yes, so so we'll we'll get to the part you wanted to talk about, Matt. Which yeah. is, so, uh, shortly after that sound that I played, you drive around town a little bit, and uh, a large vehicle crashes into yours, and at that point, you transition to playing as Joel. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's not dead yet, but you have to break your way out of the car, pick her up and carry her because her leg's broken, 
and uh, you're you're trying to outrun all these fucking zombies while there's literally a zombie chasing you down yes. a hill as you're carrying as, as you're slowly jogging with a child in your arms. Yeah, it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Also, and as, then, as I uh, found from going to a Christmas parade with my friend with kids, fucking impossible. How do mothers do it? Mm, Carry children. I don't know. Jesus Christ, it's so heavy. Yeah, it's so weak. I've tried to do it a couple times, and it's just like, yeah, this is, this is killing my back. Yeah, I, I better. I, I guess I have to really love you to do mm-hmm. this. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, <laughs> get off my shoulders. I can't do this anymore. This is where dad strength comes from. You guys, you yeah. got to have kids, and mm-hmm. you'll understand. Like yeah. I'm like the fucking Hulk, man. Mm-hmm. But it's just from picking up kids all day. Ah, that'll do it. Uh, but yes, you you reach the end of this jogging sequence, and what happens, Matt? You encounter a member of the military mm-hmm. who's conveniently there um, to stop you from going where you're trying to go, and, mm-hmm. and he he basically calls into his commander, and he's like, "Yeah, I got some civilians here," and it's it's pretty obvious neither one of you has been bitten or is sick or anything. You're just regular, you know, humans for now, and 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 yet he gets you know the command to. I don't know if you have the clip of it, but he. Nope. Uh, he fucking shoots you, mm-hmm. um, and he shoots at Joel, and Joel's, like, trying to spin away to protect himself and his daughter, but, uh, you know, you quickly, you kind of hear Sarah struggling to breathe, and, and, yeah, so instead of dying by a zombie, which you just sort of assume, because all shit, mm-hmm. all hell's breaking loose, she dies at the hand of a human being yeah. who shoots her. And the soldier's last words are, I did it, sir, I fridged the girl to give the male protagonist motivation. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Good job, agent. <laughs> it's uh well no, that guy gets brained by Tommy, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, immediately. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's it's fucking tragic because you're like, fuck, you made it this far, you've avoided all these zombies, and of course it's gonna be a human being. And, and like I said, it's a it's a bit of foreshadowing for mm-hmm. how those games for, tend to for go. every zombie movie and piece of zombie fiction mm-hmm. in general. Yes, my daughter was killed by blindly following orders and bureaucracy. <laughs> Oh, well, didn't didn't I say like last week or something? It's like, I just want to see a zombie work, a zombie fiction where like, actually, all people are good and you work together and it's the zombies who are the menace. And then like, oh, isn't that just state of decay? And like, fuck, yes, it is. Yeah, sort of. (laughs) Damn it. But typically in zombie fiction, the people aren't like overtly attacking you. Like Mm -hmm. in in, it's usually like, well, they're the monsters because they do something to fucking fuck it up for everyone because they were selfish inside the shelter. Or or they're a biker gang and they want your shit. Whatever yeah, they want right, to sell you right. meth, um, or their consumerism in the, the original yes, exactly. Day of the Dead. Exactly. Is that Day of the Dead or the second? Well, whatever. Same day. It's it's. I think out of our list, this is the most effective of all mm-hmm. of these. Where it's just like because you know from all the marketing, you're like, well, I'm not going to be playing as this kid the whole right. game. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, it's funny you mentioned the marketing though, because yeah. this 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 last pick, maybe this is the most effective, but the number one pick is has to be the biggest swerve. Oh, yes. sure. Oh, absolutely. Like, there's, it is, it, there's no question. Here we yeah. go. wonder what this could be. Kept you waiting, huh? Oh, I'm yeah. at the sneak point. Everything going okay? The stealth camo's busted. Landing impact. We must have overused it. Sorry, but you're going to have to deal with it. You're not in the military anymore. Right. I didn't plan on relying on this gadget anyway. The private sector's not so bad, is it? Privacy guaranteed? I'm happy as long as no one gives me any more unwanted gifts. You mean that thing with Naomi? And I can't say I miss the chattering nanny. Mailing's not so bad. Yeah. So I just realized that is it's talking about the stealth camo stuff that actually becomes a gameplay mechanic in four. Like there's camo in mm-hmm. three, 
but it's not it's not like this computer thing. It's like you got to change your clothes, which yeah. is ridiculous as you eat a snake. Yeah. You know, but, but well, uh, the, the camo was actually introduced in Metal Gear Solid One. And mm-hmm. and you can I think you get it if you submit to torture, and Meryl dies. Ah, the American and, and, way. And then you get it on a new game plus. And and then if uh, you don't submit to torture and Meryl lives, then you get the bandana with infinite ammo. And there was a That's major question got. for a long time, like which which ending is canon? And it you know Solid Snake late in Metal Gear Solid Two confirms it when he taps on his bandana and says infinite ammo oh nice. yes mm-hmm. forgot about that one yeah yeah so i mean so this is metal gear solid 2 yes and we didn't yeah. already say uh, of liberty the yeah. biggest the swerve biggest, of the ab- not even yeah not yeah. even it's like it's not even close like this this had to be number one you know because mm. yeah. this legitimately like all the trailers leading up to the game because right. you know kojima loves editing his own trailers and this would have been done more even in in in, in, in engine thing, but the trailers they literally swapped Snake in for Raiden in the moments where you're not playing oh, a Snake mm-hmm. for the trailers. Yeah. yeah, if you go back and watch the trailers, like you see Snake running around the the, the tanker, uh, but, or but also whatever the, it is. the playable and, demo and for this game that that's, people that's what people I was, bought Zoe for. Like that was all the Snake sequence, and then you realize yeah, when you play right. the full game, you're like. Oh that shit! That intro, demo yeah. was like just like sort of like the snake part of this game. That is the like, end yeah. of you playing yeah. a snake forever, and then you're just running around these. <laughs> I I'll, I'm gonna just say this here before we so then we can move on. This is my least favorite of the numbered Metal Gears, uh, really? specifically because you then spend the game running around the same like six platforms with mm-hmm. Raiden for hours yeah. on end. Big Shell, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Shell, thank you. I couldn't remember what it's called. Uh, but yeah, like in those trailers, they literally replaced Raiden's model with Snake. On big so shell to like make you think that you would be playing a lie. So maybe when I look yes. at fucking gamers <laughs> as like shitty, complainy people, like oh, I guess they have some cause. They were directly lied to by Kojima. Yeah, and, yeah, and, it, like it's straight and up. Not lies. only that, apparently, you know, when the game went out to reviewers, they had, had asked the reviewers, "Do not say anything about Raiden. Do not mention yeah, yeah. that you are playing as a different character for the rest of the game. Yeah. We want to keep this a surprise." Yeah. And, and it's, I'm, amazingly, it worked. Because we don't live it, we we this was two thousand one and not twenty twenty two. People weren't leaking that shit all over the internet yeah. day one. Can we also examine not, not, that? Not threatening to kill him because you couldn't play as yeah. your favorite character. It's interesting. Can we examine that for a while? Like, who do they think were would like that surprise? That's who who did they think would be like this is a pleasant surprise? Right. It's, right. it's not so, so much that it's pleasant; it's that they wanted to like you know he Kojima wanted to have a twist. And he wanted to have something that would surprise audiences. And but, but, catch but going back to what I was unaware. saying about Roxas, and I've only played this once. You guys are the Metal Gear guys. Mm-hmm. Was this worth it? Like what? Like what did this do? <laughs> uh, if it like wasn't for Reve- I, as I said, it is my least favorite of the numbered ones. <laughs> yeah, everybody hated Raiden for years until mm-hmm. well, Revengeance. Metal Gear Solid Four, and then like he yeah, had to four. come back with yeah. like ninety. He had to become RoboCop, but a ninja. Yeah, for audiences to accept him and think he was cool. This is also, this is the only one that did anything like this. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you're not playing as the same snake in all of the games, but you don't change things up. Like, uh, yeah, halfway through, you don't change characters. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't do that. Like, like, yeah, like the snake, I think, is it? Yeah. Like the snake in one, the snake in one is the same as four. Yes. Yeah. Then three and, is and, and the big first boss, part of two. Right? It's mm-hmm. the same. That's yeah, solid. But then snake. three is big boss. 
So, um, so like they, you're not necessarily playing as, and then you know five, five actually does have, but five has a not, swerve, five swerves, but not tell. in the same way. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. and personally, I do actually think that links back to Metal Gear blank, like not even Metal Gear Solid. Like I think that actually dovetails into Metal Gear in a really cool way, but I think I'm an outlier in that. Um, but uh, yeah, like this is the only one that did this. So yeah, to Chris's point. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why, but it is infamous. Yeah. Well, it's infamous, yeah. and I, I know I'm not why mad he did at it, it anymore. But like, I just we just talked about the Last of Us one. Like, that was powerful. That made the game different. That was a really good idea. Was this a good idea? It was an interesting idea, and yeah. you know, I he, mean, he's he's all, all gone need. on record about the reasons that he did it. Like, you know, one one thing he said was like. He wanted to get girls interested in playing the game, and he like you know had a focus group of so that's teenage why he girls, fat man, and was like, "Do you do you want to play as this 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 grizzled middle aged dude?" And they're like, "No, we want to play as someone young and handsome, like the, this pop idol with long blonde hair." And so like you know he, he thought like, "Well, maybe if I have a character like Raiden, it'll, it'll be more popular with younger players." Yeah. Not really, uh, but but also I, like the game is exploring like Riku from Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, the Riku game is exploring uh, like he one thing that he said that really confused me at the time was like Metal Gear Solid One. It, the, all these games are about how we pass things on to the next generation. Metal Gear Solid One is about genes, and Metal Gear Solid Two is about memes. And like I didn't, I, right? The, the word meme was not popularized it in two thousand one. Right? It yeah. was a no. sociological term. Yeah, people I called that shit. It, it was it was a term macros. created by uh, uh, what's his name, uh, the space guy Carl Sagan, mm. <laughs> invented the term meme. Yeah, but uh, so the idea is that like here's this kid who's basically become Solid Snake through a training pro- a, a virtual reality training program that has trained him to act like Solid Snake to do the same things as Solid Snake. So he is inheriting this, you know, this legacy and he's quote unquote Snake's son, but not really. Uh, he, he's he's another way of making an illicit copy of Solid Snake just through mm, through yeah. conditioning rather than cloning. Yeah. So and I, right. I, I'll say too, like my, my complaints about to have actually have nothing to do with that protagonist. Oh, totally. Switch. Like it, it's terrible. Like they like they really don't like I like I don't like I said I don't like the layout. I don't like that you're in like the same six rooms the whole time. Mm. I don't think the boss team is as interesting. Like I don't th- I don't think Vamp and uh I think his name literally is Fat Man, the guy like yep. on roller skates yep. in the bomb suit. <laughs> like I just they're not as interesting to me. So like it's just not it's, it just doesn't do it for me. Um but you know it is an interesting twist, and it's funny, Chris. You mentioned uh, looking like Riku from Kingdom Hearts. I had to double check because the voice of Raiden is in Kingdom Hearts. Uh, he's not Riku; he's Axel. But I had to verify because oh, I was like, "Wait worse. a minute!" Because I was like, "Wait, is he literally?" Yeah, he's the voice of Axel. Because I was like, "You said it," and I was like, "Wait, literally, is he Riku?" I know he's in Kingdom Hearts, you know, but the big red character. Guy. Why do I remember who Axel is? I really want to remember something else. Because Axel, uh, because Axel started out as a bad guy, but that's all the error of his way. Stop, and you see, stop, when he, no. when he was lay, just anyways. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, super big swerve. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, and yeah. I was pissed at the time. Like it's weird. Yeah, like I too. had this emotional attachment to this fictional character, Solid Snake, and I was like, well, I'm, I'm here to play a Solid Snake. And to be fair, to be fair, it's it's you play a healthy chunk of that game as Snake, but uh, but then yeah, it's it's more than half. You are as you're playing as Raiden. You know, mm-hmm. it's uh, 
Yeah, yeah it just it was a little that, disappointing. It was like, but at the at the end of the day, you're like, well, the gameplay is exactly the same, so I could just pretend. Or if this is on PC, yeah. I could just mod this shit. Just you know, <laughs> just, do yeah. your naked cartwheels. Shut up. I was just about to say, like, maybe they just didn't want to have Snake be the naked guy in that yeah. one. Wait, is, is that something they did with a uh, substance or subsistence? Did they give you the ability to play through the whole game as Snake? I think so, uh, or at the very least, VR missions and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, I don't. Like it's... I don't know that I really got that far into substance i i know that it had like little sort of like mini missions that you know had yeah. car- like it had one of them had Meryl showing up yeah and uh and then it also had like brought over the evolution skateboarding stuff where you can yes. like skate oh, yeah. around <laughs> big shell as solid snake and Raiden. Yeah. like that was yeah. pretty cool you definitely yeah there's definitely no official reskin because like the plot of the game involves Snake, like, being the other operative, mm-hmm. like, working in tandem with you. Yeah. Or, excuse me, not Snake, uh, Iroquois Pliskin, yeah. as he calls himself. <laughs> oh, did you know Iroquois means snake? Uh, hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa, dude, I'm doing yeah, the Did you know the snake. only reason he doesn't call himself Snake Pliskin is because then it would be even more on the nose than Kojima already is with mm-hmm. that reference? Yeah, John Carpenter hadn't had the rights of all his movies stolen from him. Yeah. He'd be pretty pissed. And his face for this guy. <laughs> Americans are too in love with the sound of their own voice to speak the truth. Identify yourself. I am Shalashaska, also right. called Revolver Ocelot. <laughs> So grandiose. Speaking of Wasn't being in love with Bongo drums that played when he uh, did some stuff. Those are like, like uh, <laughs> it's, it's like you know, guns or barrels or something hitting the ground. Oh, uh, <laughs> it sounded like he had like a guy with him. I know. Just like, I know. know. Cue my intro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he has a guy. It's a little. I travel with a mariachi band. <laughs> An impromptu <laughs> drum roll. <laughs> yeah, and here's here's him being taken over by his arm and the ghost of Liquid Snake. <laughs> oh right, it's been a while, brother. Who are you? You know who I am. The head of the Ninja Turtle. <laughs> Not so young anymore, eh, Snake? You're drowning in time. I know what it's like, brother. No wonder Naomi passed you over for the Fox Dive program. Ouch! Get out of my mind, Liquid! So silly. No one actually says ouch. That's how you write it in books. You don't say ouch. You say ow. You don't. Fuck. You're drowning in time and also actual water because I'm sinking this boat. (laughs) It's a metaphor, but I'm being quite literal. I I think that was originally a thing where, so at the end of this sequence, Ocelot takes the Metal Gear Ray does a backflip into the water and swims away as the boat sinks. And there was originally going to be something where you swam in after him and like could, you know, play swimming around in New York Harbor with a gigantic fucking robot. And they decided like, nah, that's, it's too much. We, they, we, they cut it for budget and time reasons. Yeah. Am I, Typically uh, it's, it's both of those versus a creative decision. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they probably would have, would have loved I, to have done that. Mm-hmm. If I'm remembering correctly, I think you fight Ray again in Revengeance, maybe? You do. Um, well, yeah, no, I think you you do. I remember slicing up at least one Metal Gear Ray 
There's also yeah. a, a bit in four where you are piloting the Rex and attacking a ray, I think. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, but yeah. everybody loves me. Yeah. Why, are you, why are you attacking <laughs> me? And then there's a bit at the oh, end of this. Come on, Raymond. You know you want to go around Big Show with Ma. <laughs> and then there's a bit at the end of this, which is totally improbable. So the Metal Gear Ray was a. a, a oh, yeah. It a was robot. Big Shell, right? Huh? Like isn't that like isn't that that's the isn't that one of the later twists right? Like Big Shell itself is literally it's one of the gears. It's a Metal Gear, yeah. But Metal, right, Metal okay. Gear Ray is like this Metal weird Gear. like sleek sleek mantis looking thing that was like oh, right. built specifically to destroy Metal Gear Rex from the first one. And then like there's a, a sequence toward the end of Metal Gear Solid Two where you're like in a giant area and, and there's like rays coming at you from every direction and you've got a rocket launcher and you just stand there blowing the shit out of them yeah 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 i remember that mm-hmm. so yeah. weird weird game yeah yeah still a cool game yeah my least favorite of them but still a cool game yeah I, i'm I still like not sure like everyone's least favorite uh i don't know uh, a lot like, of people there, don't there's like some memorable four. moments for sure that i like i look back on fondly like i here's the thing though like the final act of that game i'm like did this actually happen? Was this supposed to happen, or is this all supposed to be a hallucination? Yeah, like, you think like, there's, right, there's a little too much like mind A lot of the final yeah. act is virtual reality. It's it's a yeah. simulation. Right. Yeah. yeah, I forgot. Yeah, because you, you fight the president. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, he's not president uh, by that hey, point, but yes. Wish fulfillment. Right, yeah. Love it. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> I think the last time we talked about toward the end of Metal Gear, somebody, like, piped in and said, like, oh, thanks a lot for ruining this for me. I just finally bought it at a garage sale. And it's like... Good for you for going this long, <laughs> avoiding spoilers. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hate to be the to one to like, actually I mean, do it. Listen, I, Fucking Metal Snape Gear... kills Dumbledore. Get mm-hmm. over it, bud. Oh, no. <laughs> That's right. Solid Snake kills Dumbledore. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> he was looking in my pensive. Mr. Big Boss. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, to be fair, like, Metal Gear is extremely esoteric. So, mm. like, oh, listen, yes. even if you get some of these big things spoiled for you, there's still, there is so much... We couldn't possibly remember all of the little details in the game, so it's still worth the checking out. The story of Metal Gear is the worst thing about it. Neither can Kojima. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Who could possibly keep trap, track of all this stuff? Come on. Oh, man. Let's be fair to him. All right. Well, anyway, that is our top five. Top uh, five. Do you want a fever update? Top yes. Five. How you doing? One, 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 one. Oh, I'm so down. it's fallen. Nice. Um, oh. It's fallen. Congratulations. I feel good. Oh, all right. And I, yeah, whiskey's good, but uh, yeah, not See, stuffy. If you, went, if you went the other direction, you could sing "Hot Blooded." Now you I think that'd be right. hilarious if I, I had to be hospitalized on a podcast. That'd be wonderful. That'd be nice. Is one of three when you have to leeches, do that? Or you live in Florida? I'm sure you could find some. Just yeah, yeah. Uh, there's probably well, doctors down there who still think that's the best solution. We can bloodlet you. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I'll use food. the water moccasins <laughs> <laughs> or the Iroquois. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, that's been our top five. Hope you enjoyed it. We're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about Return to Monkey Island and uh, Deathloop and Shovel Knight Dig, possibly some Metal Hellsinger and that game all you kids love, Trombone Champ. Uh, we'll see who survives <laughs> for the second segment, so stay tuned. Let's get scratching. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Laser Time crew? 
then we strongly encourage you to support this show on patreon.com slash laser time. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the Laser Time Network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. But I want to talk about good cartoons. Talk talk about about a good cartoon, a good experience, a movie I have seen three times. What? What? I've seen three times. Yeah, I've seen it twice already. Uh, that's Chippendale Rescue. What the fuck? I, I'm supposed to be the, like the diehard here. Jesus Christ! It, it is, I, does seem like a movie custom made for you though, Chris, because it's like yeah. the sequel to Roger Rabbit. We never. It is. It is Roger Rabbit, and I. I don't say this with cynicism. It's Roger Rabbit for uh, millennials and Gen Xers, uh, yeah. and, and and just because like, you know, I didn't want to spoil things for Michael. I was just like trying to say like, you're not going to see Mickey. And you're not going to see Donald, really. But, like, dude, there's schnookums in meat in the end credits, for fuck's sake. I don't think that's been acknowledged by Disney in any way ever. But there's like they're just, boom, there in the end. It's fucking crazy. It, it, uh, some of those cameos that they got and are the, so, yeah. just Randy Marsh is in a... Randy Marsh is, Randy in Marsh a fucking, is chilling in his sauna. He's just in a, in a sauna room. I was... I, I got, With uh, two of the three little pigs. <laughs> Get Bonus Time, a weekly uncensored and commercial-free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just $5 on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. Thanks for tuning in. 100.7 is my temperature and the FM band on your radio dial. Thanks for listening to the new rock station. We'll be playing some uh, Taint and Disturbed and some Trapped coming up on here, but, uh, but, but before I can get into this, my I wanted to introduce Video Game Apocalypse with a uh, video game deal. Uh, the Mortal Kombat Legacy Collection is up $200 at Walmart right now. That includes all the Mortal Kombats, Rampage, Gauntlet, Defender, Joust, Tapper. 200 bucks. Out of, I'm out of character and still feverish. Don't forget to tune in to 100.7 The Apocalypse. 100.7 <laughs> One hundred point seven, the dog. <laughs> Every day <laughs> playing too much ACDC. <laughs> uh, what is that like? An arcade one up, or is that a- yeah, arcade okay. one up? Um, it's also you know you guys are bored with this, but like a good system to mod because it has two joysticks and twelve buttons. You know, so you can play mo- when you mod it. Even though the stupid Mortal Kombat layout and the goddamn run button. It's not ideal for most fighting games. It's a very weird layout, but um, yeah. But the, but even if you don't mod it, twelve games is Mortal Kombat Two might be one of the most beautiful cabs of all time. Mm. With riding on the side and the lightning, it's very cool. I remember seeing that as a kid at a birthday party at like a mini golf course that had some arcade cabinets. Me like this dude looks cool. I think I think it's one of the best looking arcade cabinets. And like, if you're not going to mod it, twelve games. Joust, Jesus Christ, Defender Gauntlet, amazing. Coming in from the break with Riding the Lightning, the new track <laughs> from Mortal Kombat the Lightning 2. from Live. They're a band who hasn't been around for 30 years, yet they still get played all the time on Clear Channel stations. <laughs> uh, radio is dead. In year 2000, we have joysticks that plug into TV to play old game. Now you buy TV and joystick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this, that's my favorite part about my... I hate listening to the radio. Like, the new rock station coming up next hour, Nirvana in Blind Melon. Like, <laughs> I will have you know that I saw live as recently as 20 years ago, and while the crowds had diminished, they still rock. Okay, that's, I'm still. pulling the plug on this now. We are going into. Uh, new releases, they are releasing new releases. Uh, new releases, they 
Return uh, to Monkey Island. <laughs> uh, it's the return of the monkeys in the islands. Great. This is pretty great. I did not have really any expectations going in, but like so far, <laughs> like this is fun and breezy. And even though, like, I've only really played a little bit of the Monkey Island games. I think the only one I played from start to finish was the one that came out on PS2. Uh, okay. But uh, oh, like, uh, uh, you've never played the Telltale or ones? Curse. No, I never touched the Telltale ones. What'd you say, Tony? Sorry. Is that Escape or Curse? Either way, it's one of the not good I, I ones. I think it's Escape. It's the one with Aussie Mandrill, the Australian billionaire oh, or whatever. With monkey, with monkey combat. Speaking of Mortal Kombat. To, to plug a buddy of mine, uh, Jeremy, who I do Sick of Star Wars with, uh, um, he streams on Tweakalicious on Twitch. He's just started it over. He's obsessed with it. Thinks it's great. One of the best things that's ever come out. Return to Monkey Island. How much adventure is there in this adventure game? It is all adventure. This is this. Oh. So it is chronologic. Well, it technically is technically is the most recent in the timeline, but also starts immediately after two. Like literally. All right, we, we can spoil a game from 1991, right? Mm, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, the, okay. the, the game does itself. Like, you have a photo album. It's like if you've never played a Monkey Island right. or you just want to yeah. get caught up, here's a quick refresher on everything yeah. that's happened so far. And, the, like, yes, everything is still canon. The PS2 game is canon. The, right. the Telltale games are canon. Yeah. It so all counts. Yeah. So, basically, so 2, uh, so LeChuck's Revenge ends with you. The ending to two is very weird. It is the weirdest ending of any of them. It's like you pull a Chuck's mask off and guy rushes like, ah, it's my long lost brother. And then you just, you walk out of this door and suddenly you're in an amusement park, but you're a kid and LeChuck is a kid and your parents are like, there you are. You've been off playing. It's a bizarre ending. It's really weird. It's not so, as strange as Monkey Island on Stranger Tides. That was the weirdest one of them, honestly. <laughs> was that a Pirates? Uh, that was a Pirates. Sorry, that took that me was one a pirates second. Joke. If you want joke. more Monkey Island and Pirates of the Caribbean comparisons, watch Frameworks video on the secret right. of the Monkey Island Fair movie enough. we never got. So anyways, so so Return picks up literally from that exact moment where you what? are now in control of the little blonde kid. And it actually has, like, a pretty funny riff where, like, you're following those two adults. And they're like, uh, can you stop following us, kids? It's really creepy. And it, and it does the thing. And this is what inspired – and, by the way, this is a tutorial. So this is not anything to be upset about, spoiler-wise. Um, uh, this is literally the first, like, four and a half minutes of the game. Next thing you're going to tell me, they, they said to use the left stick to move your character around. Is that some fucking spoilers, bro? Spoilers. They don't. They don't. You click with the mouse. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. This, Upright this, human being who walks yeah, on their hind yeah. legs, Matt. Yeah, no, okay. this is point and click adventure through and through. Like, or what did you real. call him the other day, Michael? Like a PC white supremacy? <laughs> <laughs> Not one of those PC white supremacists or whatever they're called. <laughs> Master race? Is that what you're looking for? Yes, yes. I mean, I know, but I didn't want to. Don't use tell that him phrase. it's so much yeah. funny when he calls him the other. <laughs> PC Yeah. Yes, that's a deliberate joke. I didn't forget the term. Come on. I mean, neither one is good. Let's be real. It's weird that we use that term anyway. Yes. Uh, it's like the wife beater of computing worlds. That's like, why exactly do we just use this as a common that. term? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, uh, you know, you're a grand wizard of PC gaming or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so what it does. Cyclops of PCs, yes. <laughs> so it, it reframes that opening bit as that the little blonde kid is actually Guybrush's kid. 
and he he sits on his dad's lap, or he like sits next to his dad, and he's like, "Tell me a story." And it basically does the like Princess Bride thing, where mm-hmm. Guybrush is now narrating this other adventure he had once upon a time. Nice. Uh, and and from there, yeah, it is it is thorough point and click adventure. You go back to Melee Island, you have your inventory, you see like every one of the same characters, like they're all there. Um, they you know they've their roles are now different, right? Like like um, different shops. Uh, some other characters who maybe weren't there in the first are back, but everyone from the first is back. Obviously, LeChuck is still there. They introduce mm-hmm. some new villains, which uh, I won't get too deep into this, um, but like they have some really interesting meta commentary. And yeah, like it, it is point and click through and through. You're solving puzzles, you're clicking and dragging and combining items. There's a, a hint book, which you will almost guaranteed need at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing is too obscure, right? There's no like Gabriel Knight. Uh, cat hair mustache mm, puzzle going yeah. on here. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that, that's um, why I, I ask how adventure it is. Is some, some yeah, of those it, solutions it's, it's are pretty pre- obscure. Yeah, yeah, there is nothing on that level. It all makes sense. Okay. I did appreciate that. Yeah, one one theme is the uh, the pirate leaders, the old guys who used to decide who gets to be a pirate and everything, have been usurped and replaced by a trio of. Uh, Shitty millennials, basically. Yeah, they're basically, yeah, they're like hipster pirates. Yeah. And honestly, and in the whole game, really, like, I like I won't go too deep. I do have a review on GamePerv, if anyone wants to check it out of this game, but the game essentially, like, is, like, it's post-nostalgia. Like, the game is not just saying, hey, we're going back and we're just going to do that again. It deliberately is making commentary the whole time about, like, hey... The way that you are playing this game, like, maybe isn't totally, maybe doesn't totally work nowadays. Like, it makes comments of, like, wait, Guybrush, you just stole this from somebody? Well, yeah, I needed it for a puzzle. But you, you stole it. Like, that's not cool. Like, it, it, it has really interesting commentary the whole oh, time. Oh, so what you're saying is it's woke. Oh, great. This is the <laughs> fucking woke Monkey Island game. I was going to yeah. say that. The thing I appreciated about the shitty millennials is like, oh, they're not depicted as entitled and lazy. They're entitled as, or depicted as yeah. entitled and extremely yeah. efficient at their jobs. Yeah, 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 exactly. And the, and like, you know, no spoilers. The ultimate ending of the game is one of the coolest and most poignant, like, things I've seen a developer do. Like, like I, I honestly, like, it's weird to say for a Monkey Island game because, you know, ha, it's a funny good time and you're doing pirate puzzles. But, like, I legit, when I finished the game, like, I, I like, kind of sat there for a moment, like, just looking at the screen like, oh, wow, like, this was really, like, a really wonderful thing to do for the ending. And so, cannot recommend it enough. And, like, again, I, I'm not going to spoil, spoil what that particular final moment is, but... Yeah, I just think it's. I think it's a very wonderful adventure through and through, and you know the the, the art style I think is awesome. I, I guess it's maybe yeah. even kind of divisive, but I think it looks great. I think it's yeah. so perfectly suited to the game and its comedy. And the game's changed art styles like six times. Like yeah, this, yeah, the yeah. game has changed. Wait, so this is Ron Ron Gilbert, right? Mm-hmm. Is yeah, so Ron, so Ron Gilbert is back. back a lot helm. of the original. Yeah. yeah, a lot of the uh, the helm. Uh, uh, um, yeah, a lot of well, who, who's team who's is publishing back. this? So I know he's he's heading it's, up Dev it's Lucas Arts, Arts. and yeah, yeah. It, it is. Well, and, okay. and yeah. yes, Disney is behind. So Disney, yeah, yes, and and uh, actually, I don't think they, I don't think they're called Lucas Arts. I think it's Lucasfilm Games. So like the original yeah. mark, yeah. Um, in it, uh, yeah, like if you enjoy Monkey Island in any way, uh, like you can't beat the original, right? Like because it started this whole thing. But I think this is. Like, it, this brings up the argument, like, what's the best game in the series? Is it 
the thing that originated it or the thing that like nailed the formula because this is debatably honestly the best monkey island game in my opinion cool uh i think it's one of the music now, music was always one of the, the excellent high points of excellent oh, it's great it, it's wonderful so many oboes Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of well, steel drum and oboes, right? Like a lot of yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's 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 delightful the, because there's been such a gap. There's inevitably going to be a lot of people playing this who didn't play the originals. And I will say, like, I would recommend you at least play the first before playing this because you can play this one. And like Michael said, there's like a scrapbook that brings you up to speed, but there's enough like. The plot does not depend on prior knowledge, but there there are enough nods and enough references that there really is. You will get so much more out of it if you do is, at least play the first game. Is that a, still accessible? I'm, I'm guessing it's still. On oh, Steam. absolutely! Yeah, yeah, you get you get it on Steam. Uh, the special edition, it's like ten. I bucks. think there have been tons of remakes, and so yep. the original original uh, the, you don't you don't want to play. Two, that's in like VGA. Yeah, the, you know, it was it was school. a it was a DOS game or whatever. It was real old school or an Amiga yeah. or something. But the, the first two were remastered in like 2011, I think it was. So they're, they're on oh, wow. Steam with a lot of yeah. So they're on Steam with a lot of uh, pretty significant games. The whole series is on Steam, but those two got remade with some some good improvements. Some did real, you like, did you mention Elaine? Is Elaine back in this one? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, got, cool. yeah. With the same voice actress, same with Guybrush. Uh, nice. They're back. LeChuck's back. Carla's back. The Voodoo Lady's back. Uh, Wally's back. Uh, Murray the Talking Skull is back if you will because he technically wasn't in the series at that point but like he's in it otis so the, stan um is it, uh, is it yeah, otis stan is, free from the oh, prison? yes yeah. and he's in prison again at the start of this game mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> uh nice. stan is also in prison at the start of this game where mm-hmm. you're like well that's that makes sense yeah <laughs> uh stan is yes yeah, um <laughs> It's funny because you're like, oh, why are you in prison? It's like, oh, I just care too much about people. And that's yeah. hey, people these days just don't appreciate that. It. It's like, I know you didn't actually say why you're in here. <laughs> like, yeah, I, know I, this, I, I yeah. love Stan is such a great character. And his 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 arc, if you will, in this game is uh, is pretty good. And uh, this game also like it ex- kind of expands the world, both lore wise and map wise in a really like cool way. Like it really like. From the beginning through the end, it really, like, ups the stakes and the scale of, like, how much you're doing, how deep the puzzles go, how many places you're seeing. There's a bunch of new islands to explore, um, mm. including one of the most cleverly named levels I think I've ever seen in the game. It's a frozen island called Bermuda, and I just <laughs> I just applaud them for that name because it's wow. so good. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's excellent. The puzzles are really good. And like I said, nothing... None, none, not a single puzzle solution did I go. Wait, this makes no sense. Not a single time. If I ever used the hint book, it was immediately like, oh, duh, of course. Right. Like nothing is, nothing is uh, obtuse in that way. It is a, it is, uh, it is like the best of the old and the new school puzzle solving in that way. That's good because I feel like people would complain, oh, they dumbed it down, but like actually, that's how the Telltale games were too it's like yeah these are just hard enough to still be puzzles it's not just stupid obvious right. fetch quest stuff but it's like they're still puzzles you know how, how how long how long does it take to complete uh six to eight hours oh it feels like oh okay yeah like like as long as the as like the original one would take you especially on a first go right where you're not now i will say this one also does have um i don't think this is the first one that did it but it actually does have difficulty options mm-hmm. there, there's a there's it's like uh casual and hard i think which honestly they should just call it casual and normal in my opinion not i'm not trying to be elitist about it it's just that sounds like it i played well it's like i played through on hard mode and it didn't seem like it was made deliberately harder 
Yeah, like no, it, it, it seems it doesn't seem very hard yet, and I'm just right. like. This, I'm playing this in part for the puzzles. I want the full experience. Right, exactly. Like, that's the thing, is, like, the difference in casual mode is that, like, let, like there's a quest, for example, in the beginning of the game, you have to apologize to a character. Hmm. And in casual mode, you can just make the apology, you can just get the correct item, make the apology, and that's that. In the hard mode, you have to specifically, like, write the apology, and you have to gather some additional information to make sure it's accurate. Or oh, she'll weird. be like, she'll be like, well, I see you tried to apologize, but you, but clearly you weren't paying attention. So there's like, there's basically like extra modifiers on a puzzle. But if, but if you want a Gabriel Knight 90s experience puzzle-wise. <laughs> I mean, and again, it never gets that obscure. And, and like, you get, like I said, there's a hint book, which like, no shame in referencing it. You know, you want to finish a game, there's no shame in looking that up. And they give you the hint book on casual mode too. Like, it's there for everybody. Um, and there's no, no, I have no problem with using it. I use it, especially since I was reviewing the game and I didn't want to take forever. You Just know? don't go on the internet with that attitude. <laughs> They're going to drag you, bro. You use a, use a hint guide. Oh man. oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I also wrote guides for it. So now who's <laughs> now yes. who understands the game? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can't recommend it enough. If, if you, nice. if you enjoy the series, it's a must play. If you've been curious about point and click puzzle games, I think this is a great introduction. That's where I'm at. I've only played <laughs> leisure suit, Larry five and six. I, I, <laughs> this is a blind spot for me as far as like my yeah. encyclopedic game knowledge. I, I and, don't, and Monkey Island is is I missed it all. Debatably, in my eyes, it is like the quintessential point and click mm. game. Like mm. like yeah. I mean, really, There's, that whole Lucas Arts run is like that. But specific, like when I like, it is synonymous with the genre in my brain. Like it, it, it is the one. There, there's some good remakes on PS4, Chris. That if you've never played like Day of the Tentacle, like they're. They hold Never, up. Yeah, and you a good should, remake you too. Do yourself a favor and play those. Yeah, it it it's like to me, Monkey Island to Point and Click Adventures is like Doom to shooters. Like, sure. it's it's the one. Yeah, if shooters died ten years ago, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you think Point and Click Adventures are still around? I mean, <laughs> as long as Robert Ron Gilbert makes them. That's true. Speaking of Doom, yeah, it's funny you bring up Doom, Ned, because the next game on the list is a. Uh, a ri- well, so we talked about the Zelda rhythm game yeah. uh, in our top five. This is a Doom rhythm game, yes. Metal Hellsinger, wow. and it's on featuring Game Pass. Surge Tankian of System of a Down and others. Yeah, very Doom, so rhythm. Uh, it's <laughs> it's a game yeah. about much demons <laughs> on the beat, and yes. you have you have two ways of telling this. You have the you're listening to the music. And there's also a meter on screen where, like, two arrows move in t- toward the center, toward the crosshairs. And when they hit two lines next to the crosshairs, that's when you're supposed to attack to do more damage. You can attack at other times, but you'll do the most damage if you attack on the beat and do all your actions on the beat, which is cool. Yeah, I mean, that's how you build up bonuses yeah. and combos. And I will say, use the visual one. Yeah. <laughs> because in my experience, so I did the calibration. I, I played this on PC. Um and and I did the calibration, and then it's like, okay, yeah, here's what your offsets are, like you typically would in a rhythm game. And then I went back in, and I don't know if it's just because, you know, with shooters, you get so trigger happy that I was like, I kept going before the beat, or what it said was beat, but I was doing it on the music beat, and so I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to use the visual, I'm going to kind of turn off the music, which, don't do that, the whole point of this game is hearing the amazing music, yes. right? And so I'm yeah. like, I'm going to try it on my console, because I tend to find with PCs, there's... There's lots of places for shit to go wrong if your monitor refresh rate isn't matching up or whatever. Mm-hmm. So this console yeah. just kind of work, but it's yeah. um, 
as a dude who loves like Crypt of the Necro Dancer, like it, it's this has a looser feel, right? Because you can move around at any time, anywhere you want. And part of the challenge is figuring out like, well, how do I get to that enemy on time so I don't lose my combo streak, you know, with hitting them and shit. And then there's like kind of like the last Doom and actually the one before it, like when enemies, if you hit them uh, enough times, they will like you click in on the right button. It does a special like combo attack that mm-hmm. takes wipes them out instantly. Sort and of gives like you the more. glory kill, but less less gruesome. And, and you build up this thing called like fury a fury meter and then there's also in-game pickups like the coolest moment for me just it's, it's within like the first five minutes like they're teaching you the game you pick up this fury meter and the the, the music is awesome like total metal wrist like like chugging guitar right mm-hmm. all of a sudden the fucking vocals kick in right and it's like yeah you know when you have max yeah. fury that's when the vocalist kicks in you're like this is this be, this is what oh, way cool. metal like mm-hmm. it's it's like when it's like when the boss fight second phase introduces lyrics yeah. <laughs> it's that kind mm-hmm. of deal i actually have a clip if you want to hear it do it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, as then Surge starts singing, yeah. right? Yeah, just yeah exactly. Down. I didn't say it was a clip of this game. I just said it Wake was up. a clip. Wake <laughs> 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 Angels deserve to die. <laughs> song was weird. Um, mm-hmm. No, but I, I'd say um, this is, again, on Game Pass. And if you oh, like good. I was going to ask. If you like rhythm games and if you like the Doom, um, it is the only game I can think of that combines the two, so <laughs> give it a shot. But it, it's fucking, it's really metal and it's really well done. Like, just like the, the intro cinematics and shit like that. Like, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it, it, I don't know. There's nothing else like it out there, so, so give it a shot. Metal Hellsinger. Yeah. Yeah. Was, wasn't it like the most anticipated PC game at that Jeff Keighley thing during Gamescom? It might have been one yeah. of those awards that I didn't pay much attention. That don't to. make sense. Yeah. That uh, that's sick. I'm I'm glad to hear it's on yeah. Game Pass too because I I wasn't sure, but cool. Yeah. That means I and can it's just on PC go Game Pass because I was playing it on nice. PC Game Pass. Dope. Oh, I should well, return it. Speaking on of that um, service, well, um, before we get to there, uh, yeah, I, I think you know since I played that clip, we're obligated to do the the last one on our list next sure. which is of course oh, trombone, trombone champ, champ. <laughs> oh my god what I love an the experience play on guitar hero guitar yeah. hero the, trombone champ yeah. this is one of those games that like immediately when i saw it i was like wow how did nobody think of this yet what a great idea mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's it's so deceptively simple you know it's a pc game and you play by moving the mouse up and down and you know it's a little counterintuitive in that like you move the mouse toward you it moves the the marker up on the screen you move it away from you it moves it down and the idea is that you just click and hold the mouse button when notes come along yeah. and it sounds wonderful <laughs> <laughs> I apologize to any and all Canadians for that. It, that was way too patriotic it's, for you. And it's I, the you only know. game that answers the question: What if the parents from Peanuts got their own? Game? <laughs> it's basically yeah, like Michael was describing. Like it's it's trying to mock the like uh, extending and retracting of the of the trombone uh, pipe. Mm. with with the mouse and like yeah it's it's 
Ugh, with the, if the there's comedy no, that ensues. If there's no ska in this game, I'm going to fucking is. riot. Uh, there's well, riot not only game. is there ska in this game, but the, the one ska song that's in there is called Ska Bird. And there is actually a little blurb saying, this is a ska song, I guess. People yelled at me that I needed to put one in the game, so shut up and leave me alone. And it <laughs> sounds like this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I told you earlier I was going to eat Jack in the Box tacos. You didn't need to record me afterwards. <laughs> yes. yes, I did. Uh, actually, I just want to say these are all my gameplay clips. I am not plagiarizing. I was from curious about that. Here. Well, it's it's. I mean, the soundtrack's all like public domain, public domain anyway. Yeah. That's what's but nuts there's, there's is that you some... unlock new information about famous tromboners, which I'm sure yes. is what they love to be called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's, I love all the like the fake facts that are in there too. Like, oh, it's, yes. there, there's something. It's like, yeah, you have to melt down like thirty thousand pounds of brass to make one trombone. Jesse Owens used a trombone to win uh, the Olympics. Uh, yeah, under. it's like all stuff yeah. like that. It's there, so there funny. are more trombones than people on Earth. And oh this, yeah, this one guy set the world. World record in like 1982 for owning the most trombones. He owns two trombones. It's so <laughs> weird that like 15 years later they found a way to make Wii music something fun and funny. Yeah, yeah well, right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And, and it's funny. It's funny you say that because the the character model looks exactly like it, a me. Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> totally yeah. does. And, and like, the, and there's just like an earnestness to his face, his or their face yeah. when you're playing. I think there's like, like eight different models you can pick from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's just a sincerity. Like you can just tell. They're just doing their best, <laughs> like while you are just doing your best, uh-huh. and like the backgrounds when you're playing each song are like just hysterical, like like just ra- like 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 awful clip art will just like cross the screen while you're yeah. playing. Yeah. It's a, like, it's when, a meme when, game, like, right? Yeah, like, like it's when O'Canada is playing, game. just a o- beaver o- will Canada, just show you've up got all on these the side. Stirring pictures of beavers yeah. just popping up in the background. Yeah. Uh, the the circus be. song has like an elephant walks by with a sign that just said uh, like like. Outlaw circus per, or outlaw animal performances and circuses or something like that, and you're like, oh, all right, right on, elephant. Like, <laughs> it's just like it, it's so good. Yeah. It's it's just such a such like a, a how do I phrase this? Yeah, just like an earnest, just like genuine game. Mm. You, you just like you can't you cannot possibly look at the game and be upset. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you just look no, at it, it and you it, go, it puts, yeah, it, man, it's video put a games. smile on all my right. face like eight times this week. Yeah, there's also. There's a bunch going on behind the trombone playing, playing in that, like, yeah, as you pointed out, you unlock uh, trading cards of famous tromboners, ah. and you can then, uh, <laughs> if you get duplicates, you can turd them, turd? just turn them into turds, and then you use oh. the turds to create other trading cards if you want. So I'm like, you know what, clearly I shouldn't be destroying and creating these if I don't know what that's for, so I'm just going to mm-hmm. back out for now. And look at this wonderful puzzle box with a baboon on it like the game is weirdly fixated on baboons it keeps mentioning them like in the menus and there's a song called baboons obviously and, your father wasn't killed oh, by baboons it, yeah. it's something yeah. you don't forget and, yeah and like the the opening of the game is like I, I swear to god this is like directly uh inspired by dark souls 2 is like ah another tromboner has entered the stage oh yeah one day you will stand before two baboons but until then, you must play. <laughs> you must toot. 
Yeah, like like the the font even comes in like the way a Dark Souls title would. It's mm-hmm. that's pretty fun. I'm just I'm waiting for this to like actually be like Frog Fractions Five or something. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> like, sure but it's it's gonna be a rabbit hole to go down. Yeah, but it's 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 a delightful game, and it, oh, it also has a freestyle mode, by the way. <laughs> of course. You can just toot to your your heart's delight. Mm-hmm. Doctor uh, Doom will toot as he pleases in this freestyle <laughs> mode. Yes, yeah, it's it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's just such a such a warm and fuzzy kind of game because it's so so silly. It's the rare new release. I was like, we're talking about this, right? This is so cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, the I think the I it, it's uh, maybe not the best note you can, but like you know, if you do a note, it, it'll tell you like, oh, that was bad, that was good, whatever. Yeah. And like one of the highest ratings you can get for a good note is nasty. No, which I is think that's the perfect. lowest actually. Oh, I, get I thought that when I, I thought it was notes. a oh, I thought that was meant to be a good one. Like yeah, yeah, maybe nasty. I don't know. I do like the the meh meh. I, I get a lot when I run yeah. out of breath, which if you hold the mouse button for, down for too long, your your guy will run out of breath and yeah, then you miss a bunch yeah, of you, notes. So it's yeah, a trombone you're, you're, sim is what you're saying. That's that's just realistic right mm-hmm. there. I play a trombone sim every night before I go to bed. I mean, uh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> I make the same noises too. Wait until you unlock the rusty trombone. That is yeah. pro shit. Yeah. Pro shit. Wait until you're older and then your trombone becomes a saxophone. That, that's the crossover of Rusty's Real Deal Baseball and Trombone Champ, right? Rusty mm-hmm. Trombone. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's exactly what that is. It's a crossover. You got to negotiate. You get. You yeah. do have to talk people into a rusty trombone. Yeah. So can I, can, I, can I get around your back mouth valve and just... <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of Game Pass, <laughs> yeah. So speaking of Game Pass, uh, Deathloop is Hard now game on Game Pass. Pass. Our Game of the Year for 2021, 2020. When was that? Yeah, it was last. Was year. Was this our Game of the Year? One of I think them. Like a, one of it's them. One, yeah, it, I don't think it was number one. I think it yeah, was. It's 2021 because the year of PlayStation exclusivity is up, and now it's on Xbox and Game Pass. It's pretty mm. nice. Yeah, that's and you right. should play it. It's a, a fantastic game. And it's coming with extra content that I, I double check as I'm like, wait, does, does, do I not get that on PS5? The PS5 owners will get the extra stuff yeah, too. Yeah, it's an update. Uh, the, yeah, so there's 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 a bunch of extra content, including an extended ending, which is uh, mm. makes me motivated to go back and finish that game because I never finished it. Oh, you're right. Our game of the year was Resident Evil Village. Yeah, yeah of course it was. Of course but it was. Well, I think it was our number three. So it, it, it ended I mean, up high it was up your there, number yeah. three, not mine. I mean, I'd fight myself now if I tried to make that choice. I'd be like, I'd settle down there, Alan. But uh, no, it's, it's fine. Man. It's a good game. It's a great okay, game. Okay, we all, we all have those moments. <laughs> yeah. But you know, we were talking off mic, and like, it has, su- like I was saying, it has such a unique tone just because it's like, yes, it's incredibly violent, but it's also really silly in part because all the people, like, all the people that you're killing are members of this project. Who believe that they are living in a time loop? They're in the first day of it, and you know they're going to start tomorrow, and they'll remember everything, and they'll just be alive again. They'll be immortal. It doesn't matter if they die or not. So they'll just come right at you. Uh, what they don't know is the time loop only works for you and yeah. like one other person on this island. Everyone else just keeps reliving the same day, thinking they're on day one of their immortality. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they don't. They don't get it. They're they're going. You're going through Groundhog Day, and they're just, hey, look, I'm gonna be immortal. I'm gonna live forever. Brr. Told you. Well, they're going through it too. They're just mm-hmm. the other people in Groundhog Day who don't know. Yeah, yeah I told just, you. Call me, mm-hmm. Call me Bronco. Call me Bronco. Call me Bronco. So, yeah, no, this is a great yeah. game, and yeah. it's. I'm glad that it's coming to other platforms, and yeah, it's on Game Pass because 
Microsoft owns Bethesda, so they can do that. It's mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. kind of an odd coup in a world. I was trying to explain to my dad, like, uh, so there are a lot of exclusive games on these new consoles? Like, no. <laughs> Just Sony. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's very, no, it's very strange. Uh, yeah. One of the former exclusives is now free on the other console. Very strange. Even weirder, you don't you don't need the newest Xbox console to play all the games wow. on that one. Like. Yep. That is true. <laughs> Smart delivery, yeah. Mm. I will just say one thing if you're jumping in. If you're going to be a, a Deathloop newcomer, use the invisibility power. Like, make that one of your go-tos. Especially if you're playing online. Because, at least in my time, I found that it was the best strat when you get invaded by another player. Mm-hmm. You just camp oh, yeah. all invisible, and as soon as you spot them, two shotgun blasts, done. Mm-hmm. It worked for me every time. I think I disabled that because I hate that feeling that Dark Souls, like, someone's invaded your world. Like, no, fuck that. No, thank you. Yeah, the thing yeah. is, even if you turn it off, it'll happen anyway, just with AI, AI. characters coming. Yeah, but I, yeah. AI is not, no yeah. pressure. Same thing, same thing applies. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend the invisible power. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Do you highly recommend Shovel Knight Dig? I want so bad. I absolutely do. Uh, I recommend it more than the uh, last year's spinoff, uh, which I still enjoyed. Uh, so, so Shovel Knight Dig, it is the second roguelike game that uh, that uh, that has been spun off from Shovel Knight. It's also the second review I did this week, so also go over to GamePur and, and check that right. out. Um, it's been a very busy week. Uh, like, I literally wrapped up one review, and then the other code showed up. I was like, all right, well, this is not a weekend anymore. <laughs> um, but I, uh, I really like Shovel Knight Dig. Um, so this plays a lot more like the original Shovel Knight. Like, Pocket Dungeon, which was also a spinoff, was like, it, it was completely different. It was, like, tile-based. It was actually very similar to... We talked about Crypt of the Necrodancer earlier. And that, like, you move, they move kind of tile thing. Mm-hmm. But this one plays a lot more like just regular Shovel Knight. Like, it is more platforming-focused. Hmm. Um, however, the, the like, the sort of the physics of the platforming are very different. Like, you're not really meant to be, like, leaping across all these platforms. The primary action is in the name. You dig. Because you, as your, your, your roguelike direction just takes you further and further down through all these biomes as you hit your bosses, as you hit the final boss, etc. And so like, you don't move as fast or jump as fast, but when you dig, and you can dig in every direction, you can dig in three of the four cardinal directions except for up, because your goal is to keep going down. Cause you're missing oh, so this game's like being 40. This is games being forty. Yeah, I can't. I can't move or jump yeah. as fast, but I can certainly fucking dig, man. Yeah, yeah this, this is exactly it. Uh, and and you you dig at an incredibly high speed, so you actually you have to use that to your advantage, like outmaneuver traps and stuff. And every biome like has its own like kind of unique stuff, um, like different enemies. There's actually even different kinds of dirt in each biome. Uh, the the boss team is super cool. There's there's six bosses. Three you've seen before, uh, three are super new, or three are completely new, but even the, like, the returning ones, uh, are, like, the battle's entirely different from when you saw them last, like, Mole Knight, who was in the the first, who was in both games, but he's always been, like, a fire or earth-based guy, and this one, he's got the water level, so it's, like, totally different, um... Tinker Knight, instead of getting into, like, a mech suit, you fight him on, like, a, like, this boat floating on a river of lava, um... And it's in Scrap Knight's back, who is like, like one of my favorite characters from the whole franchise. I don't know what it is about Scrap Knight. I just think she's super cool. Um, 
Yeah, I, I really like this game a lot. Uh, I did run into some technical things, which were a little frustrating, because when you're playing a roguelike and your run ends because a key, like, just, like, freaked out over a door instead of opening it, mm. or when, like, you go into a bonus room and then the enemy doesn't spawn, so you can't beat it and leave the bonus room, uh, stuff like that was actually quite frustrating. Uh, it didn't happen that often, but when it did, it was a little, you know. Those are things um, that can be fixed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's something that can be fixed. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, it's cool. If you like Shovel Knight, Pocket Dungeon Love looked it. maybe, maybe a little too different, definitely play Dig. Dig is a lot closer to the, um, to the first game. And, like, Chris, you like Shovel Knight. You remember that power up you get where you can, like, if you, like, you can sort of punch an enemy or a wall and you, like, fly through it and you can, like, kind of continue punching forward through the air? Oh. Um, that's essentially how the digging works in this game. Like, oh. it, mechanically, <laughs> Like you just you're constantly like ju -ju 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 -ju, just rapidly moving through it. Um, yeah, it's it's I like it a lot. They, there's clearly a lot of thought put into every level and into the enemy design. Some of the new enemies are like downright terrifying. <laughs> like like mechanically, like there's there's one that weaves around like it's like a snake that moves like a Tron light cycle, just slowly yeah. just filling up the screen as it comes after you. Or like, like the yeah, game snake. Yeah, yeah, or literally like the game Snake. Yeah, um, which that was that was the comparison I made in my in my review. Was, Nibbler. Yeah, so I think it's great. If you like Shovel Knight, check out Shovel Knight Dig nice. for sure. Cool, nice. All right, well, that's all the new releases. So let's move along to like to try something different for this news item i'd like us all mm -hmm. to come up with our best witty headline ready so i'll go first ready grand theft alpha <laughs> you grand okay okay we're, we're making subheads i got it okay okay go 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 right ahead tony tony you're up you're uh ready. gta 6 out of 10 oh michael what do you got no nah, i got nothing skip me okay uh chris what do you got grand theft auto i'm headline. i have a fever and i'm gonna say my city but i don't know why my and the only city. thing that'll solve it is GTA 6 leaks. Uh, uh, so yeah, GTA 6 leaked. Um, oh. It was a big deal over the weekend. Uh, yeah, so yeah, talking about it today, it's it, it, it's one of the most significant leaks of all. The game is not really announced, right? They, they, they no, said it's announced. They confirmed it in February. They, yeah, right. they said it it's been assumed. in. Yeah, like they, they said it. They officially said, yeah, it's been in development, and like. Obviously, there was going to be a GTA Six, right? Yeah, like, they, they, hadn't of they hadn't confirmed locations and characters that they had, had been right. rumors. Right. Yeah, been yeah, rumors. Yeah, th that was all reported and whatever. Yeah, the leaks backed up a lot of those rumors. So there, there was rumors that there was both a male and female protagonist, and based on the leaks that came out, it's like, oh yeah, that, that looks like there does there's a female. Yeah, yeah specifically of Hispanic descent and as Vice well City. For, for the yeah, female. yeah, because on one of the cop cars, I guess they saw it said you know Vice City Police, oh, and okay. so. Yeah, it's so. There's the thing, like, so there was a lot of clips leaked, right? And and uh, the leaks, it was like ninety different videos. But the leaks themselves, you talk about like it was a big deal. But at the end of the day, for as as it relates to sales of GTA Six, I don't think there's anyone that's like not. I'm not. There, there's a lot of people certainly threatening not to buy the game, right. but they're all gonna buy. Yeah. It. They're all well, gonna buy it. It's one of those things, like you know, we've, you've got people saying this is. Like you, you've got like gamers saying like this looks like crap. It's like well yeah, it's pre-alpha. They haven't. You weren't it, supposed none of this to is ready yet. to be shown. 
And and then, you know, if you're wondering why we've been making jokes about, like, oh, you do the visuals first, it's because one guy became, like, the main character on Twitter by saying <laughs> that, like, you know, I know how this is done. If you know anything about how video games are made, you know that all the visuals are done first. And then, oh, like, right now it's just in the final levels of, like, mission scripting yeah. and polish. And, like, what There's the all these fuck are you talking about? Models and, and, and just, like, I, yeah. I really feel like um, I don't know who said it. One of the best compliments we've ever gotten is that we're not like a uh, uh, what do you call it knee jerk. We are all people who have worked in the games industry for a long time in, in terms yeah. of press and on the publisher side. Everyone here, mm-hmm. me, Matt, uh, Michael, and, and Tony, and like, developer all, side now with me. So I've I've been yeah. on all every right. aspect like, of it. We're it's just one of those things that like I kind of pulled back from working in the games industry because the, 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 the fandom was so toxic. Yeah. And like watching people talk about things that like dude, you're patently wrong. Like, uh, But but yeah. like the negative game space conversation is so crazy that I just yeah. don't want to deal with you people. And like I don't want to spend the whole my, all, my whole day explaining to you why you're wrong. Uh, explaining to you why like this isn't journalism by the way. Like uh, you right. know Stuff about oh, crunch and um, yeah, no, not at all. Sexual uh, sexual harassment. Those that's all games journalism. Like leaking a game early is not in the public interest. Yeah, and for the record, this this was this is not like you know leaks can happen in a variety of in a sure. variety of ways, right? This was, this was stolen from Rockstar like servers. Yeah, yeah. They they hacked into the internal network and took this, and they not only took footage, they took like code. code yeah. They took source code. That that's the bigger leak. Is like as, as of this code. recording, they're still holding it hostage. I believe. I, I was yeah. reading uh, like somebody saying this guy's on like a bunch of different forums, just offering like people are asking for code, like chunks mm-hmm. of the code, and he's just giving it out to them, like. One guy asked yeah. for like code because he's he's being sued by Rockstar as like a cheater, right. and like I don't know what he thinks this is going to help him with. But uh, yeah. he, right. he grabbed it, the the GTA Five slash GTA Online source code. There's even if it is the person that if it is the person or group that the FBI thinks it is, then yeah. this hacker is literally on an FBI like watch list. They and, also and they also might have hacked this. Uber this week. That was yep. the other thing right. that came yeah, out is like yeah. The, yep. mm-hmm. All this is rumor yeah. and speculation, but here's here's the thing. Like it, this told me the circles I run in is I didn't see most of that the gamer reaction and oh this looks like crap and them not understanding. Most I, I mostly of the people, saw people reacting to that reaction. Most yeah. same and most yeah. of my you know follows and stuff are industry people, and so it was mostly devs, uh, people who work at publishers talking about like, well. This sucks, and it will be bad. It will have negative effects that people mm-hmm. probably aren't even thinking about. Like, yeah. there's a reason marketing teams exist, and like, yeah, y- you wait to show off things about a game for when they're ready to be seen. Like, that's how you build up excitement and hype. And like, of course, you don't want just right. like even like I think it was Jason Schreier who like has definitely there's been stuff that he's put out there before. You know, marketing teams intended it to go out. He's like, yeah, you know, but if you just put that stuff out just for the sake of it being out, like. Who benefits from that? Just, right. just like if yeah, that'd right. be like if you were if you're making your game on Twitch and everyone could it's see like, you the whole time. I, I find it semi-offensive because you know we we everybody here makes kind of a point on editing their shit from framework yeah. to VGA to laser yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like yeah. it is a violation to go in there and look at something that's not clean. That, that this is not what yeah. I meant to show it, you. If somebody put out the rough recordings of this show, I'd be mortified. Yeah, like that's. Yeah. 
not in the public interest and not cool. And I think most people sort of know that, but I just couldn't, I couldn't believe how many people didn't know how games were made. And yeah. the best response I saw from this was like game devs, especially Cult of the Lamb and Control, showing oh, yeah, what they're showing. Game, yeah, mm-hmm. like this is what our games look like when we like, yeah. started them. Yeah. They, they look horrible. Mm-hmm. My yes. favorite of those is Sea of Thieves, and all the pirates are like giant Easter eggs with mustaches. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, because the thing is, like, the the user who became like the villain who thought he knew it all, like, oh, you do the visuals first. I'm like. Everyone, everyone who's ever worked at yeah. Dev is like, no. Most games sort of come together in those last few months, and that's right. really yeah. when they start to look. Yeah. Amazing, and none of us, know? but I just want to toot our own horn for a second. But like, none of us play that up. Mm-hmm. All of us have seen mm-hmm. games in states of development the rest of the world has not. Oh, yep. 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 All of us have have played canceled games that yep. mm-hmm. weren't even announced. Uh, mm-hmm. That's why our show is the way it is. It's a rational look, not a fucking knee jerk anger. Ah, God, this yeah. looks so dumb. Yeah, uh, I really hated yeah. that. And speaking of canceling, like Rockstar wouldn't do this, but honestly, if they said, "All right, you're going to complain," now you just don't get that game. I mean, now they're not still fish. Like they would never sacrifice two billion dollars. They would never. They would never do that. Mm-hmm. But they'd be within their rights to do it. Just to be like, all right, you're complaining. No, well, it then was, you just it, don't if get anything, it. it was more interesting that they had to admit. Like they, yeah, yeah. they they did confirm. Like, yeah, that was from yeah, our game. We hope you'll still be excited. And if anything, I'll be honest with you guys. I've seen a lot of pre-alpha games and stuff. Totally. That looked amazing for yeah. being pre-alpha. Yeah, I'm like, that shit yeah. looks, a lot of it looks really good for that, where it is in the cycle. Like, yeah, it looked like final GTA 3 almost, <laughs> you know? It just, it's my recommendation for certain people to keep listening to the show. Like, we have all seen games in that state, whereas most people who do game podcasts have not. Right. And, and the discourse yeah. that came around about it, like, it just made me like, man, not only is this still in its infancy, there's like a contingent of people on the internet where negativity about games is more important than games. And I hate that. I fucking hate that. Yeah, I agree. That that's why framework is about positivity. Right. <laughs> uh it, it, like I like to me the metaphor I thought of was like if you went to a restaurant and ordered a steak and you got up in the middle like as soon as you ordered the steak, you followed the the, the like your server into the kitchen, pointed to the raw meat and said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, what is this? I ordered a steak." And and you're like yeah, it's not ready for you yet. What did you think you were going to see by coming back here? Yeah. Like, it just, it's completely nonsense. It, it was, it's, uh, you know, highly illegal to have taken this in the first place. Right. It is uh, digging a deeper hole by then sharing that with people who just say, hey, can I get a piece of that code? Like, that that's not public. That is a protected, like, thing. You can't just do that. And yeah, anybody, yeah, anybody who is looking at this as if it represents a final product is like, like, I don't know where to begin discussing this with you if you are that, like, if you're that far off the mark. Well, to, to extend your metaphor, not only is it like going out and seeing it, the steak before it's done, it's like going to the back of the kitchen and being like, why isn't this sitting in boiling water? That's the way you make a steak, right? And it's right, like, yeah. no, you have no idea how to make a steak, do you? Yeah, like, yeah. And like, like, the, like, the most I can give that guy who, who had the dumb tweet, the most I can give to that person one guy. is a lot of guys. It's, well, the, the, the it's, specific it's specifically one. one guy that everybody's dunking on. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. but the most the, the most the most benefit of the doubt I can give is like okay, concept art comes kind of right at the beginning. That's often the first thing we see, but that's not graphics. 
that is not at all the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like not even remotely. No. So, and, like, and also, I, you don't do all your concept art up front, and then the, you're done. Like you don't just release right, all exactly. your concept artists. Like there's stuff that you will need throughout the development of the game. Of like, oh, we need a concept for that. Like we change this right. room, right? Exactly. We, cha- we change exactly. this this, right. this level or whatever. And and so it's like. Yeah, but the- the, the the idea that like no you're just gonna get all your lighting done all your visuals that's all done it's all baked in okay moving on we're gonna work on systems now like what what I, yeah, yeah like how, how do you think like what do you think at one department just stops working for right. two years yeah Mike, until Mike it's their and I turn covered again? the entirety of GTA four <laughs> from like the creation of the engine and what it could do and like how that had to be implemented before a single character design was ever made that's our press time many of us have worked on a publisher I'm just I'm sorry I just can't get over it that the idea that like there's this much clout and weird like negativity in games that people would espouse things they have no idea what they're talking about and devs had to come out and like you're an idiot like uh, <laughs> you don't know how yeah, games work yeah. at all it's... all you think of games are is a thing to siphon away your money because you are a narcissist <laughs> if you yeah if, if for for you know for anybody who's familiar with the term dunning kruger hmm. this is another example yeah it's oh, it's 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 why i didn't really want to jump back in the game industry outside of talking to my friends on this show because it just seemed like at a certain point like being clever and dunking on people in a clever way became more important than talking about the experiences of these games and it yeah. just this this right. reminded me like yeah most of the people in the world don't know what the fuck they're talking about. The experience of like actually seeing these videos and watching them, it's I've yeah. been kind of trying to figure out like, well, how do I feel about this? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. on the one hand, it's interesting. It's interesting to like, oh, this is a character I'll be playing. Okay. Right. Uh, it's interesting to see how this is slowly coming together. It's interesting to see, you know, a little bit about like, you know, is there any in- new gameplay that I'm gleaning from this? Not really. I've only seen a few of the there videos. There was very mm-hmm. little but, of that. Yeah, but it's it's not it's not the same feeling I get from like seeing a reveal from like you know being introduced right. to yeah. the plot and the yeah. characters right. and here's some cool features we've built in. Right. This is just like this could be anything. I, I yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, I like as as someone who's been through the process of making games, and I think this is like one of the things that was like yelled about. Like it's on a PS4 build. I'm like yeah, because it's probably been around for a long time, and all those root yeah. file. You don't even know about root files, you dumb shit. Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, yeah. it's like it's like if a menu. At, I mean, to use food motif- metaphors more, it's like if the menu at the restaurant, instead of showing you the product, it showed like individual ingredients. I, I was had, I was know? insanely excited because uh, I like the movie Baby Driver and the idea of John Hamm <laughs> and that Latina lady's character being your leads yeah. really makes me happy. I didn't even bother to look into that because for me, I don't like spoilers. I don't. Right. I would right. rather I wait till playing this. Sh- like, in yeah. fact, when I, when when there's a movie or a game announced that I'm like, I'm gonna buy that and play that no matter what, and, or watch that, I will purposely avoid the marketing for that thing until it is out because I like to experience it kind of fresh. And that's sort of how I'm with this. I'm like, I'm aware of the leaks. I saw one video, and that's how I know how good it looks. But I'm like. I'm not going to go through those other videos. Fuck that. Like, no, I'd rather wait until it's done. I I really couldn't because I've wanted to return to Vice City for so long. And um, there were so many fun things in those reveals. There really were. That imply a lot of really fun things about genuine advancements. I don't want to know about them, though. I want to be GTA gameplay. But the the, the negativity about it literally even caused, like, Take-Two stock to drop. Oh, gosh. That's yeah. that, and that's the stuff. It, there will be effects. Uh, right. Jason Schreier mm-hmm. pointed out 
this will probably make it so that there's less flexibility with work from home because right. it's you know mm-hmm. that stuff is less secure this will if if the source code is indeed out there they're going to have to come through that and make sure that you know it is secure when they launch so that no one can just hack the the online stuff that easily and so yeah, this will result in work for people for mm-hmm. sure and that, that's yeah. what sucks like one one person like ruined a lot of things i had a good time yeah. coming through like what what's going to happen but i also know I can put that aside and wait a year. 2024 is like the most likely release window for whatever this is. Maybe. This could be 2025. We don't know. And that's the thing. It's so funny. They're like judging this game. They have no clue when this is releasing. They'll they'll surprise us how it's actually releasing next month. But again, I think that's something like... (laughs) Straight up against God of War. I think that's something people (laughs) on Twitter who argue about games all day don't really understand. And it's Hmm. like, I, I remember... I didn't have a good explanation. I, I can't explain away crunch, but I've been there. And it's games are where art meets technology. Yeah. And there's all these systems happening in this this, <laughs> ga- this gameplay footage most of us saw this week yeah. that will either be gone or refined uh, depending on what the release date ends up being. Yeah. And by the way, anybody can understand crunch. Just think about any day that you had to work longer than you expected yeah. and now do that every day with no weekends or breaks for several months or even a year or two it on happened. end. Yeah, I'm just, That's what I'm it's just like. saying I wasn't trying you to know? like uh, uh, justify crunch. It's just like, oh, no, 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 I'm not justifying. I'm saying like for any like just to because you're saying like you didn't know how to like sort of convey it to people the, the, that's like, what it is on games on games of this size they're doing things that have never been done before and they're trying to pioneer yeah. new techniques and i hinted earlier in the show sometimes you throw those things away like six months before the game is out because like we just have to mm-hmm. prioritize this these are right. these are things that like the rage babies don't know yeah. you talk about the devs making something that's never been done before that sort of relates to the other big leak over the weekend that um yeah Got it's sort of the opposite sure. of that because um, I, I I don't mean to clown on it so much, but like so Diablo Four leaked. But I was kind of joking with you guys. I'm like, if Diablo Four had a leak and no one noticed, did it actually happen? <laughs> right? Like because like the GTA leak was so huge that I didn't even hear about the Diablo Four leak until like you know I don't know maybe yesterday or the day before. And I'm like, oh really? And it, it's yeah. just like to me, I'm like, it just shows you like there's a lot less excitement for Diablo 4 than Grand Theft Auto 6, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought the same thing when I was... And, and like, the Diablo 4 thing was, like, there's two clips. One of them is, like, almost 40 minutes of unbroken gameplay. Yeah, yeah. and that's a game coming out that's confirmed for 2023. Right, and yeah. even then, a lot of that shit was, like, untextured. I'm like, so, that, again, that's the proof. You never know what state the game's in because right. they're all sort of yeah. built differently. It depends Not only on the that, engine. Not only that, but the Diablo leaked footage... Specifically, specifically says like private test build and then a serial number. So oh, somebody shit. is in big trouble. I like, mean, I mean, wh- the dude from both 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 of these leakers, they're about to go through some things. Like, yeah, they, no, they are. are but they, I, I talked to now, both because I looked into. Remember Lulsec? They like took down like Escapist and PSN a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Like they don't publicize it, but like the FBI loves non-terrorist nerds. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing is, like, anytime I see the story, I was like, could one of you just do something about, you know, debt or something? Can one they, of you do something they will, good with they this They will power? do two or three years in jail, and they will make $40,000 uh, a year for the next 20 years right, being yeah, forced then they'll be to work in the, the FBI yeah. as part of their sentence. Right. Because the yeah. FBI doesn't love, like, real terrorists, and these guys are just enthusiasts who broke right. through. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. Like, uh, I, I feel like... 
you know, we could Google around. Any of us could break into any system that we wanted to in terms of, like, especially in a work-from-home era. But, like... No, I couldn't. I'm not smart enough to do that. (laughs) I mean, whatever. I've I've had... I've I've worked at a lot of (laughs) places where I kind of had to hack into like my own account from home I, i've done it before when you w- when you put it that way okay yeah <laughs> it's just it's not impossible it's just like the motivation to do that like what yeah. do you expect yeah. to gain out of this you will but also a lot of a lot of hacking is not like being smart and computer on being fast on a keyboard like in yeah. tv it's like calling someone up and getting them to provide secrets right. to you right and and yeah. like you know figuring i'm not out that good of a liar yeah <laughs> right yeah you have to be sort of yeah. a, you, you have to be a con man to be a good mm-hmm. hacker basically yeah, yeah. now i i do want to say like two so one the actual diablo 4 gameplay like it it's diablo <laughs> like yeah, if you want to go through and, and pick that, out some details yeah. cool but it's what you think it looks like the thing that was interesting to me though is so you know the GTA was un- it was it was all these clips whatever the GTA the the Diablo gameplay the person who actually uploaded the footage was not themselves the leaker it seems because there's actually like people talking over it and like it's very oh. garbled like almost like their identities were being hidden but you literally hear a, like there's two voices and one goes like wait so what are you showing me like what is, what's this dude playing <laughs> like it's like it's like some Awful. guy like showing his friend the game like with you hear them discussing it, it's like don't worry they don't they declassified it before you saw it. It's fine. They <laughs> yeah. they they have a magic wand. They declassify. Yeah. I understood. Like that it was almost like seeing a leaked let's play of Diablo. But it's like, like that's it's, almost yeah, what it looks like, like if you watch the footage. This <laughs> isn't the public interest, and at best you're a at best you're a person who tells their friend, "Hey man, there's a surprise party coming for you in like 20 minutes, yeah. and yeah. all your friends are going to be in your yeah. apartment." Like yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Assholes, assholes. Speaking of assholes, Chris, um, for a while there, you could not buy a graphics card because a lot of assholes yeah. were buying them all up yeah, for, tell for me crypto about it. bit mining. <laughs> um, which is so odd to me that the fact that Nvidia then they've announced an all new series. The I guess you'd call them what the forty series. Like they're gonna, yes. you know, yeah, they announced yeah. the forty nineties and forty eighty desktop GPUs. But I'm like, wait. This feels too soon because I I only know like two people who are able to get a right. thirty series yeah. GPU. It, it's been two years. I mean, it's been two years. I have, so, I have a thirty ninety or a thirty eighty in this, this machine. Yeah. And do I they built normally it go about two, two years? years? Ago. Oh, I thought they. It's like every four years they do the. I feel like it was every year for a while. I have I have two gaming PCs. They both have thirty eighties in them. I had to jump through so many yep. fucking hoops to get those. I I yep. bought an Alienware. Pulled out the card and sold the rest of the machine on eBay. <laughs> I, I like was on a waiting list for a year and a half, I think, and then EVGA got to me. It's like, you want to buy one of these for a thousand dollars? I'm like, fuck. I How guess. does it feel for them to be obsolete? I got, yeah. they're not obsolete. That, that's so, a no, of no, that's still saying excellent. like, I don't care because these things have to last me another five years at least. Right? Yeah, exactly. My, I, I, I was lucky in that a friend got one and like fully paid for it but then like had i guess like some sort of like buyer's remorse and was like hey you're you're building a computer soon right i like if you want this i'll change just change the shipping address just pay me for it and i was like absolutely are you kidding me like so i was lucky in that respect here's the thing i'm unclear on um it did seem a little fast to announce the like it's like the previous cards from uh, nvidia were an amazing value Right? Yeah. The well, 30, 30 series? Yes. The, 30, the 3080, I think, like made headlines because it was going to be under $600. Right. Which, like, ironically yeah. enough, was the reason I wanted one. 
And then they yeah. just became unattainable, and it became like, I have to get Like, this. it was reasonably priced, and it was exponentially better than the, their previous car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the pandemic happened, blah, 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 Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the 40 Series is in the same bucket. Like, it's said to be, like, the respective numbers, your 80s, your 90s, are supposed to be two to four times even better than that. That's it's it's two to four times powerful. Price wise, it's not as low. So the lowest mod model, the forty eight. Those prices are, gig, are not great. Hmm. Well, let me yeah. The, let me let me tell them what the price is. Uh, so forty eighty with twelve gig is nine hundred bucks. Wow. And then the, the the next the sixteen gig is twelve hundred. And then if you want the forty ninety though, with all the bells and whistles, your twenty four gigs, that's coming in at sixteen hundred dollars for Ooh. for the card. Like yeah. Unless you're a Pixar animator, you don't need that. <laughs> just more for the more than three PS5s. Mm-hmm. To take it from somebody who has studied video codecs and processing, you don't need that. So <laughs> I, I don't know how much of that is like, hey, we're adjusting to demand based on the 30 series or, or yeah. chips or, you know, the chip shortage and they're just expensive. Well, the, the, the thing with the demand is that it has changed dramatically yeah. because uh, crypto, those, are no, crypto, dough, those yeah. are no longer used to mine crypto. Yeah, like right. was it right. uh, Ethereum? Well, I think, unless you're the state of Texas, mm-hmm. Ethereum I think switched <laughs> over from like proof of work to proof of stake. I don't really understand mm-hmm. it, but like, no, this is yeah, much less energy means. intensive. You you no longer need a you know a GPU miner mm-hmm. uh, to to it's the way these. the uh, yeah. the the block is chained. I guess I guess yeah. So basically, like that is obsolete now, uh, and that's one of the reasons that they've become yeah. more effective. That and the fact that like crypto plummeted yeah. a few months ago. It, right. It's funny you mentioned your EVGA card because it's sort of on a related story. Yes. I think. Well, Every card I've ever bought has been an EVGA. Well, so this is especially this that, that's the yeah, thing that no. bugs me about this is that like, is this a response for a false demand, or did these things like because the one of them is like double the last one and price wise. I, I that's what I'm saying though is I think it's because of demand, but also the chip shortage. That right. There's a probably a couple factors. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and the CEO I, came out and said like, sorry, these are the prices moving forward. And like, I even did a little bit of math like. This is kind of what video cards cost. Yeah, twenty years part, ago. Part of it's inflation too, right? Like you know, with inflation, mm-hmm. like all of a sudden something that was six hundred two years ago is like, yeah, that would. Be it's why it bounced from the PC know, market, man. I never went yeah. back. I uh, I can't speak to the price point, but I will say, like you know, we we're talking about it feeling soon. Perhaps it has been two years, so like the cadence does make it's sense. True. Is that like is most that people didn't do? get? their cards in the last two years Um, i feel like what they they used to do though was like okay so here's our let's say 2080s right Mm -hmm. and then there'd be like a year and then be like oh we also have the ti which is like the super 2080 Mm. right like so they had right that'd be that'd be in the that'd be the 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 inner yeah they they, they had their pro model and then they would do their numbers a couple years after that but michael and i were talking about so michael always bought evga cards evga has said they are out of the NVIDIA business. This is Whoa. one of the bigger manufacturers of NVIDIA cards. And the reason, like, they're really candid. They're like, we do not like working with NVIDIA. They're Whoa. too difficult to work with. Like, basically, they were complaining, like, the business terms are bad. This is does not an insignificant portion of their revenue as a company either. Like, they, they make other components, and that's what they're going to pivot to. Like, they're talking about, like, hey, we're trying not to, for this not to result in layoffs or anything, but they're they're going to focus on, like, power supplies and stuff because they're like, we don't want to work with NVIDIA anymore. Like, it's not profitable enough for us. You know? That's one of the areas of gaming. Like, I don't know what the markup is. I don't know 
what the profit margin is from a, a video card. I think from, part of the problem probably is they were not able to charge enough of a margin and NVIDIA yeah. was getting a lot of that money and yeah. they were probably like, hey, we, yeah, it might represent 60% of our revenue, but profitability-wise, each one of these cards might not actually be making us that much money. Right. You know, like, it's... Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was, it, that's wild to me because, like, if you ask me, like, well, Matt, name an NVIDIA... Even the whole model of graphics cards of, like, how there's subcontractors who actually make the cards, the right. only one I would have been able to name for you was EVGA, and now they're out of the business. Yeah. Like, I, I, mean, can't actually, the, I, I had to look I, down at my... I'm a sound my, blaster man. <laughs> right. <laughs> I actually... I, I double-checked my PC sitting here because I was like, wait, do I... I have an MSI card in there, so I do MSI, have... MSI, that's the other one that I kind of probably But I did have to out. think in my head, like, wait, what one do I have? Oh, okay. It's, it's <laughs> very strange that... Sorry, just my my my... my helicopter view version of this like uh this is going to make pc gaming way more boutique and mm-hmm. it's always been ha- how is boutique. it not supposed to do that yeah it's always it is so. also just kind of i've always found it funny that like nvidia's new cards are manufactured by these companies i was like wait then what is nvidia they what? license like, the technology that's yeah they, i always, they always put the risk on someone that, else that's yeah, what yeah, I found then, that like, how do you develop for a boutique 1600 card like, who is going to optimize any of their shit for that? Because we, we saw that new story last week where they're like, ah, PSVR 1, it won't be compatible with PSVR 2. So the thing is, though, and, as a dev, you don't... It, those are so powerful, you don't optimize for those. They just have right. the raw power. You can throw pretty much anything up against them and they'll run it, right? Like, you have to yeah. optimize your game for the 1080s or the 2080s now that are that are starting to show their age. It's like, that's where the optimizations come in. Mm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's uh, it is wild that uh, already a new new generation, but EVGA not involved. Speaking of new generations of hardware, uh, PSVR two. Yep. That story Chris just spoiled. <laughs> will not be backwards compatible. Um, so this was revealed on the official PlayStation podcast, uh, which is uh, hosted by friends of the show. So so Brett yeah. and, and Tim Turry host that Tim thing. Turry, uh, often. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alongside, I think Sid Schumann also hosts. Ninety nine. Um, I'm down to ninety nine. Nicely done. Um, but yeah, it, the SVP of platform experience, uh, Hideaki Nishino, was on, and he confirmed mm-hmm. that the PSVR two will not be backwards compatible with PSVR games. And the explanation provided was PSVR games are not compatible because PSVR two is designed to deliver a truly next gen VR experience. And then he went on to explain some of the features that. Two games will take advantage of that the PSVR one wasn't, and it, it, if you understand the tech behind the two headsets, right. you, I understand why it's difficult to do. That doesn't mean it doesn't suck for consumers. Yeah, it, yeah it's still right. disappointing because then it's like, well, do you hang on to both or do you just say yeah. goodbye? And, and if you say goodbye to one, if you bought those games digitally, now you're stuck with a bunch of games that won't work. Right. Um, they well, will just well, follow well, you um, around um, in your library. As far as we we never talked about that about this aspect of it because like um you know we've all used Oculuses and Vives even mm-hmm. if we don't own one I I have used one the PSVR is miraculous because it, it's based on PS3 technology it's based on that's one of the reasons it was the most affordable of all the VR headsets yeah. is it was based mm-hmm. on really old technology that was basically light sensor technology your yes. camera detects lights that are either on the little wand controllers mm-hmm. or on the headset itself and it's not good. 
And that's the other thing. If you're it's, depending on lighting conditions, it could also be one of the worst VR experiences because of that. Tech. Yeah, it's I mean, not it great. is. It is possibly the most comfortable VR headset to wear. Yes, because of the that way that the the headband is structured, that it like all the mm-hmm. pressures on the headband, not on the front of your face. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it has those little rubber flaps, and it's like this doesn't actually create a seal or block out light. So you have to be playing in a dark room to get the full effect. Yeah. So I, I mean, like, long story short, if Sony really wants this to, like, Microsoft and Nintendo don't have a VR unit. They don't feel that there's a market for it. If 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 Sony feels that way, you need to subsidize optimization for old games mm-hmm. to get. This is VR is like about this almost the same price as the system itself. Hmm. Well, we and and. I don't think they've confirmed the PSVR 2 price, but I think we've just talked amongst ourselves. We're like, that right. thing's got to be 600 or more. Probably, like It was right? 300 base and still kind of is. Because the new tech on it, and that's the reason that it that it can't work with the old games is, so the, we talked about the tech of the old one was like this light-based tech. The new headset will work. It's got, is it called inside-out tracking? That what they call that? When when everything's in the headset, it doesn't yeah, rely on external it's, it's sensors. using cameras mm-hmm. and stuff. Amy right, Poehler, right. Phyllis from The Office, they're working on that. Um, but it's um, so like yeah because it's such different tech. It's also I think twice the resolution. Maybe it's four times the resolution with mm. the actual what you see in the goggles and stuff. So there would there would need to be a lot of work done to port a PSVR game to work on PSVR two, and that's work honestly that like who's going to pay for that? Is Sony yeah, going to pay all those devs? Well, speaking of work, like I remember I hugely was looking forward to VR for years, and when I you know mm-hmm. finally got a, a, I have a couple headsets, and it's like I've used them a few times. I love it. I almost never use them anymore because, like, it's too much trouble to yeah. put on a headset yeah. and to, yeah. oh, is it charged? Is it, okay? Is it connected to the PC because I want to everything PC calibrated? Games? Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. And it's like it's so much easier to just turn on a game and mm-hmm. play it rather than like go through all this trouble for that extra bit of immersion. everything I hate about PC gaming of like, Oh, I have to optimize my system and tune and tweak shit. Like v- VR is like another layer on top mm-hmm. of that. Although thank you. My, I have a PSVR cause Michael gave me an old one. So thanks for that. Mm-hmm. But it's You're like, welcome. and and I'll Enjoy jump in every once in a while. Effect. <laughs> I'll jump in every once in a while. I love the hell out of like Tetris effect. Right. And I, so, I mean, I still, I still work out with Beat Saber. I do. Right. Right, and so those are the games where you might you might say the dev can't afford to port that over because that's what I'm that's what I'm most rich I'm most richer. worried about because I have the most DLC attached to that game, mm. and even since like 360, like your Rock Band DLC, you can still have access to. Like, tell me something. And then maybe they'll make a PSVR2 compatible version that will use all your old DLC. Right, and I I, I believe that, I believe they will. But here's the question, though: Will Sony charge you for that again, or will that just be automatically compatible? If you remember, Rock Band Two charged you five bucks. Well, but making making oh, yeah. this announcement publicly that PSVR games won't work on two to me is a way of signaling you will have to buy these games again because I there's no store so. mechanism to make to make it work. I, there is a store mechanism in the the idea idea that like when you go to the PSN store, it's like. It's a PS4, PS4, PS5 game. Which one do you want? Or, like, do you want to download the PS5 resolution set? They can do this. They, they, but, but, like, but, but the reality is Sony should subsidize it. Because I've read about this and talked to a couple people. Like, uh, PSVR was one of the lower-selling VR units for the most part. And if Sony wants to compete, they should 
pay to optimize. Well, and that's the thing is this is, again, them signaling they're not going to subsidize it. So my fear is, like, yeah, the Beat Sabers of the world, they're making money, you know, the most money out of all the VR games. So they might be able to afford to do this. But the guy who's making the smaller VR game that didn't sell right. so well, like, what's his incentive you know, if, if, we, his, we, if the we original all love didn't Moss, sell well, but we can't pretend like like all of our listeners played that. Well, we all got it for free from PlayStation Plus. Like that tells you something, right, about Moss, right? Like that was, I think it was part of that COVID thing where they're like, we're going to give away like six PSVR games. We all got a bunch of those at once. But um, yeah, I don't know. To me, this is a bit of a bummer story. We shall see it, what you know how it pans out with like yeah, will technologically to move forward, it has to happen. But mm-hmm. also, Sony could throw some money the way of their bigger games and be like free upgrade or like the PS five. I'm trying to remember what games they had like a, a $5 upgrades to upgrade to the PS five visuals. Like they, that, that has already mm-hmm. happened. Oh yeah. And yeah. other games have done. It. I think the difference there is if you, if you don't nail the experience. So Michael and I were kind of complaining over the, the mm-hmm. weekend, or I think it was this week where I tried going back to play the warriors on PS five, which mm. PlayStation, gives you they're pretty good about giving warning like hey this is probably not going to work the way it was intended in the way it worked on ps4 and that game is unplayable on ps5 it's it like has this weird you know visual glitches where it just you you can't play the game right technically it'll load and run on my ps5 but it won't work now imagine that with vr where the shit is strapped to your head and people get motion sickness already if there's any glitches going on you can damage someone's eyesight. You can like <laughs> seriously hurt their brain with this shit, right? Uh, so a seizure. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. So you can't you can't fuck around with VR. They can't. It's not just like a oh well we, now it's running at sixty frames and but we have. I'm saying it. they should if if Sony wants to be a VR home, that's what they should do, and I think it's, they will. It's, yeah, it's a bit of a bummer though that we're just like okay, they're they're two separate ecosystems now where it doesn't reward the early adopters who bought PSVR one. It's like up. Oh, Sorry, uh, you want the more tech, you know, the more advanced system. You gotta buy two now. Sorry, you utilize the best way to play Killzone Three. <laughs> really, though, it's a question of: Do you want to continue buying into the PS, uh, the PlayStation ecosystem for VR, which has no porn games, or do you want an <laughs> Oculus, which will take note of your porn game preferences and, and <laughs> for legitimate DLC circles takes like months to get updated. Mm. Mm. So may- maybe. Sorry, not to be hy- hy- hyperbolic. Maybe that's them giving up on the service altogether. Hmm. I- I'm not sure if they're in- knowing what certification costs are and if they're not going to subsidize them. I don't know why people would release things on that platform. Hmm. Which I mean, I'd, it'd be weird for them to give up on PSVR two as before opposed to launched. Oculus and Vive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if they're if they're prepping an expensive system for launch, no, I don't yeah. think they're giving up on it. I think they want to support it. They're not sending it out to die. It's not Virtual yeah. Boy, right? So. I think I think they want people to buy games that or, work on that, or, that system. Conversely, they don't want people to invest in hyper expensive PC parts because we just told you we have a great VR system coming. Mm. But if it doesn't mm. have the support, blah blah. blah. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so last bit of news here. This is exciting. Speaking of VR games. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. So EA Motive, the studio behind the upcoming Dead Space remake. They're also the studio behind Star Wars Squadrons, that, uh, that fighter game. They announced that they are working on an Iron Man game. Unlike the VR Iron Man game, this is uh, an Iron Man action-adventure game. Like we, We've been complaining for years. We're like, man... 
fucking Marvel happened and there was no good AAA games to celebrate it, right? And it's like, we're just getting them now, which I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. That's Disney. <laughs> They're late to the game on the video game side. Like, I, It's not the same studio, but it's under the same publisher banner. And this is the one time that I'll bring up Anthem in a good light. The fact that this is uh, under EA's name... The flying mechanics in Anthem mm. are actually fantastic. They are mm. the best part of that game. None of the rest of it's worth playing. I wish you could have done it. Flying is really good. You mean like there was like and, a weird right now? Picture exactly that, but you're in an Iron Man suit. That yeah. is exactly the kind of like control I want in this game. Yep. And Motive is like their narrative studio, which gives me hope. Like, okay, this is going to be a narrative-driven Iron Man game, you know? Because they, yeah, you know, the bro- the the squadrons was narrative, and then of course Dead Space remake. That's a narrative horror game. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's just exciting to see a triple A AAA Marvel I, video game. I now. thought that was odd because I'm like, well, when this is going to come out? I'm like, well, after 2024, and like. If I'm not a stockholder, I'm not excited now. Um, jerks. I, it makes you wonder, like, is there anything going on in the MCU? Like, do we are we going to have a new Iron Man soon? Because Robert Downey Jr. is not life. coming back. Well, I mean, it's the, fucking the, the, comics. The, the, the like, PSVR has an exclusive Iron Man game. Yes, it does. And, and, and it's and, not well regarded. Nope. No, it's not good. But the Oculus developed Vader game, which is also on PSVR, is very good. Yeah, but this is not a VR game. This is a this is a regular old. I, I know. It just it, it just more the idea of like EA being involved with this and like this has to be a AAA game. As opposed, yeah, yeah, because it's actually that now that you bring that up, have there been any EA VR games? EA, EA doesn't tend to you know invest in the risky new stuff, right? They they kind of right. wait for a thing to be hitting and then they go, yeah, we're we're going to step in here now. They did announce Ted Lasso this week coming to FIFA. That was cool. Yes, they did. That was really neat. Uh, EA VR games. Uh, Star Wars Squadrons. Oh, yeah. Good. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, and the Medal of Honor VR game that nobody oh, cared yeah. about. Oh, gosh. Which, which Michael got excited for. Oh! Well, I, I played a little bit of it. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That was Respawn, wasn't it? Yeah. It was Respawn so, working yeah. on Medal but, of Honor. Yeah, game. but so I think, like, give me the Anthem Flight and then maybe the, like, the sort of aiming from Dead Space, right? The, Ooh. like, deliberate laser aiming. Mm-hmm. And that's an Iron Man game, baby, right there. Right. Like, even, like, take take the way that Dead Space does its UI, right? Yeah. You put that kind of in front of my face a little bit, boom, Iron Man game. I'll wait you for the it. War Machine game, but fine, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for the Obadiah Stain boss fight. <laughs> Do it. Uh, that's all the news <laughs> is fit to play, folks. All right, let's move on to the community segment, which is always is segmenting our community. Last week's question of the week was, what is your favorite two and done series? That mm-hmm. is games that only had two entries. Um, Tony, you weren't here last week. Do you have a favorite off the top of your head? I wasn't here last week, but I spent the last couple minutes staring at a Wikipedia page of video game sequels <laughs> to try to find a good answer. Uh, weirdly enough, the first, this is not my answer, but somehow the first thing that came to mind out of all the games, the first thing that came to mind was Seventh Guest and Thirteenth Doll. Wow. The, 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 like the PC mystery game or whatever it was. Uh, for some reason. Except um, uh, 13th Doll is like a, a fan-ish game. I think 11th Hour was the actual sequel. Oh, you're, you're right. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. So, yeah, like for some reason that's what <laughs> came to mind. <laughs> that's not my answer, though. Um, uh, so I have – I don't know if Banjo counts. Because you got Banjo Kazooie, you got Banjo Tooie. 
I don't think nuts and bolts counts because that is a one lot of the most people disappointing games I've ever yeah. played. Um, but if people disagree with that, that's fine. It's got to be either Left 4 Dead 2 or Pokemon Stadium. Like those mm. are the two. Those are the two for me. Uh, Pokemon Stadium for nostalgic reasons. Left 4 Dead just because, like, I mean, come on, it's Left 4 Dead, and we're never getting a three. Especially now that we have Back 4 Blood, we're never getting a Left 4 Dead yeah. three. Um, so yeah, either either Left 4 Dead or Pokemon Stadium. Both are two extremely different games, <laughs> but both right. meet the criteria. So I wait. So Pokemon Stadium has had a sequel. I, I kn- yeah, Pokemon Stadium two. When did that come out? Uh, just uh, like. Uh, like 2000 it was like one of the last oh. n64 okay releases. okay yeah if i remember correctly um the first pokemon stadium only has red and blue pokemon and then two integrated gold and silver two definitely has gold and silver and i and i don't think the original had it i don't those. i feel like people don't talk about two because i only ever hear about pokemon stadium and i never hear like about the follow-up so interesting yeah i don't know Totally. I mean, I mean, it's it's I'm it's the same stuff. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the same thing with more Pokemon to choose from. You know. Gotcha. Cool. And then and then you know, I don't think we'll ever get a three, and you don't need to because there's a billion like internet fan games that are literally that. Mm-hmm. Just just expanded Pokemon Stadium with more of the Pokedex. All right. Well, on VigiGameApocalypse.com, the first to respond was Burger Champ, who said, "Hopefully, playing Trombone Champ." Uh, it says, my favorite two and done has to be the Dark Cloud series. Systems on Systems on Systems is my jam, and no series has more systems than Dark Cloud. Town building, resident recruiting, fishing, racing those fish, crafting and leveling weapons, and golf clones. All in the service of leveling and story progression. I put hundreds of hours into both, and would put hundreds more into a Dark Cloud 3. Yeah. I'll be honest. Confession on the show: huge blind spot for me. Never played a Dark Cloud game. Like I'm, I'm in the same boat. Aware of the franchise, just never, yeah, never played. I've, them. I've touched them, just never gotten into them. It's a uh, that and Shadow Hearts are like mm. two big PlayStation two era games that I'm like I don't I don't know a thing. They go blind spots. I know people like these, but yeah. Um, let's see. Almighty Olive says, "Does Kotor count?" Uh, this is me. Sure. Yes, absolutely, yeah. it does. Uh, resuming the Almighty Olive, despite being part of the overall Star Wars franchise, Knights of the Old Republic stood apart as an outstanding RPG that is beloved to this day. KOTOR 2 wasn't as lauded, but its only crime was that it was more of the same. Uh, yeah, KOTOR absolutely counts. The the MMO is a completely different thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Good yeah, answer. That's different. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was, sure, I was trying to think, like, was that one of those that had a secret third game that we all forget about? Nope. Like, no. It's just no, nope. it's got the remake, which we're not going to get for a while, <laughs> because yeah. it was uh, went through a little hiccup there. I mean, KOTOR 3 is sort of Mass Effect, right? Like, they evolved and started working on Mass Effect games, so... It's Bioware. Yeah, yeah, kinda, yeah. Spiritual successor! Anyway, uh, Semifrocky says, My favorite two and through is Mega Man Legends. I can hear Greg Moore groaning. <laughs> I can hear it. Uh, the first game is one of my favorite games. grabbing distress. <laughs> The first game is one of my favorite games of all time. The second one is also really good. The best part is that at the end of the second game, Mega Man's little robot monkey friend, Data, turns to the camera and says, Mommy and Daddy are fighting, so you shouldn't hold your breath on seeing another one of these ever again. And we all held our breath anyway like a bunch of morons. <laughs> oh, wow. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, on Twitter, at Dewani Raksha says, I didn't finish either of them, but I enjoyed what I played of the two prototype games. 
I believe the IP belongs to Activision following their acquisition of Radical Entertainment, and the team was named as a part of Microsoft's proposed deal, so maybe a third game could happen. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Activision owns those rights. I used to work with Radical when they were owned by Vivendi, and then that whole acquisition happened. And um, yeah, such a shame that that Radical went away in the form uh, where they were making big games like this, because fucking bring we're talking about triple a marvel they did the best hulk game yeah. uh the big open yeah. world hulk Which game and i shit. think also qualifies for this right didn't it also have a sequel i don't think they did um or maybe i'm just mixing it up because they were prototype. different they were slightly different games yeah but then but then basically prototype was a spiritual yeah. successor that um, was basically right. that well the the uh act or the the radical hulk Sort of had not really a sequel, but like Sega did a very similar one. Yeah, I know you're describing the developer there, but I love the idea of a spin yeah. of of Radical Hulk being like yeah. a variant of the like Radical Hulk, bro. At Sega Legends says, Who, me? I think they made a G- <laughs> I think they made a GBA game too. But since y'all don't count those, I won't either. But I'd love a new Zone of the Enders. I was used to big bulky mech games, and when I played Z- uh, Zoe, Zoe, it felt much zippier and anime-like. It the second was. had a neat shell s- cell shading too. Bring back Zoe. Yeah. Good call. Uh, it did have the. It was a 3DS remake or remaster, right? It wasn't a new game. So the, the GBA game was Fist of Mars. It was a turn-based right. strategy game, if I remember right. Mm. Uh, but it's a 3DS I, one. I don't count it. The The remake was for PS4, and I think it was for PS okay. VR specifically. Yeah, there was. There was so where am I getting... There's, there's something... Because specifically, I remember, like, Kojima said he saw ZOE in a mirror, and it looked like it said 3DS. Huh. Oh, funny. It was a rumor that there was going to be a 3DS entry. That's what I'm thinking of. Uh, Because there's, I'm looking at the photo now and it shows like a picture and it shows the logo and then the mirrored logo right next to it. And it looks like it says ZOE 3DS. So that's, that's where it, that's where it comes from. I knew I'd heard something about that. Yeah. I guess it was, it was, it was a rumor once upon a time. Yep. Uh, so this one, hey, it's appropriate. I'm reading this one as the football guy at Lucha Verde says best two and done series for me has to be Blitz the League, a good story mode with customizable teams featuring Bill Romanowski and LT. That's Lawrence Taylor, not Laser Time for all of you listeners <laughs> themselves combined with literal ball busting X-ray injury animation, a dirty hit steroids and all kinds of shit. Madden won't allow perfect. I remember that. Uh, finally, we have a video response from Mike Amari, who says, Hey, VGA crew, Mike Amari here with the question of the week. Question of the week, of course, was, which video game series was the two-and-done that was your favorite? For me, the idea of a two-and-done video game series is epitomized by the ActRaiser series. I'm actually surprised you guys didn't mention it. Uh, mm. Talk about solid two entries. I actually played the second one before I played the more popular first one. The second one was this beautiful game. It used a, an art style that was very Renaissance painting-ish. That was the style they were going for, and they kind of nailed it. It was also really dark and kind of gritty, uh, and it was just it was kind of an oddball entry into the series because it didn't follow from what the first game was. See, the second game was was a pure kind of complex action game you had a lot of different moves everything had a lot of animation frames and so the game itself was pretty difficult the first one by contrast was actually kind of two games in one you had your side-scrolling action sequences which were much more along the lines of classic castlevania games even down to the music it reminded me a lot of early castlevania in a good way not nearly as complex as what the second game would be But then after clearing out your area of monsters, you would go to your Sky Palace, and as God, you would look down and you would help people 
populate the land. You would have your temple. You would tell them where to put the roads. They would build certain things where you told them to build. It was a cute little god sim that wasn't very complex, but it had just enough to keep you engaged. Not only that, you had these really interesting stories where people would come to you with their problems or with their prayers, and you would have these... They're kind of melodramatic, and looking back at them, they're kind of silly. But as a teenager, I thought they were very affecting and kind of emotional. It was one of the first times I could think of a video game really kind of tugging on the heartstrings in that way with their writing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Overall, both games are extremely solid, extremely memorable, and it's a damn shame there was never a third one because I can only imagine what they would have done given the opportunity to make a third game in that series. So, yeah, I would love to see a third ActRaiser game. Thank you for listening to me this week, guys. I look forward to being with you again next week. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I have to agree. Like there were emotional hits in there uh, early on. Like I remember, there was a thing about like, oh, this this poor man is lost in the desert. Won't you go find him? And so you spend some time trying to find this guy, and you find him, and like, oh no, he's dying. But he left behind the invention of music, and then it like changes the theme of the level to play this like very melancholy classical song Hmm. and it's yeah there's there's something weirdly affecting about it especially if this was the pinnacle of video game design at the time no yeah Hmm. yeah we didn't even think of act razor good call out mike i I thought of it but i know that the second game isn't very well regarded that seems to be the case for a lot of two and done games yeah or it's just yep. like, oh, yeah. you, you kind of biffed the sequel a little bit. It, yeah, it might be why they're done. Why it was done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess there was... Was there a remake or something of that? Yes, well, there Resurrection was. came out recently. Yeah. Okay, right? that's what I'm thinking of. I knew mm-hmm. there was... I knew the name came back around at some point. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's 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 okay. It, it, it grew on me after a while. I didn't like it much at first, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so anyway, new question of the week. Do you check out leaks, or do you prefer not to be spoiled um for me i i used to be really excited about leaks like back in the day back when it was like oh man the young adult equivalent of uh schoolyard clout that i know something you don't know and now Mm -hmm. i get to tell you about it um but having grown up and signed a lot of ndas and now working at a job (laughs) that is an nda basically like yeah I've, I've seen so much stuff early on, and it's just like, I've gotten super jaded about it. Um, and uh, honestly, like, you know, I've had a chance to play very unfinished games, and I've come away feeling disappointed. And then I go and I play them when they're finished, and it's like, oh man, this is so much better. I wish this were my first experience with the game. Uh, yeah, I, you know, speaking for myself as a jaded 44-year-old, like, leaks don't really excite me that much anymore. It's kind of interesting to look at, but I, I'd rather wait for the, the finished product. Yep. Yep. Very similar boat. Mine's more, um, again, I don't like to be spoiled on things. I was never the kid that peaked and wanted to know what his Christmas present was or even picked up and shook the box, right? I, I, I like totally surprises. Was. Yeah. But, um, but in, yeah, I'm sort of like with Michael now, because I'm part of the industry, sometimes I feel like, well... I have to at least see this thing to understand what's going on in the industry and so I can speak to it, you know, or on, on the show and stuff like that. So I might check out, like, if there's a big enough leak, I might be like, okay, well, what, what happens so I can know, you know, and, and speak to it intelligently. But at the same time, like, like I said for this, the GTA leaks, like, yeah, I looked at one video clip and went, cool, that looks pretty good for where, where that game's at in development. And then I walked away. Like, I don't need to know every surprise because I like, yeah. I like when they get, you know, in Rockstar, 
they're pretty good about that. Like even to the point of being annoying sometimes with how little they actually reveal about their games prior to launch. For like, there's a there's a lot of times you don't know who the protagonist is going to be in a in a Rockstar game, right? So it's like with them, it's like yeah, they, they do that on purpose. They and, and I I want to experience the way the game as intended and like surprise. Like if it was a big surprise in six that there's a female protagonist like that's all that's ruined for all of us now that kind of fucking Mm. sucks right and so yeah i I really i really i will check them out just so i can be informed and and understand well how can i avoid a leak like this you know but i don't yeah i I don't sit there and and peruse them and and, and go oh my god i have to learn everything about this thing yeah tony you have to love leaks now (laughs) someone has to be the voice the contrarian voice here it is actually a case by case basis for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, um, so uh, just to put this out there, I'm not the biggest Rockstar fan. Uh, I appreciate what the games are. Obviously, they're hugely popular. Red Dead Two, in particular, I just like. I it was one of the only games that I had a problem with when people were when it was getting all this acclaim. I was like, we can't be playing the same game here. Like, how is this? So anyway, so with that respect, like. Not interested in the GTA 6 like le- leaks because it's not a franchise that I gravitate toward. Um, now, because of my job, you know, I do have to be aware of these sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, that broke on a weekend. So I was like, I ain't working. Someone out the weekend <laughs> editor can take care of it, you know? Um, and I ended up writing some sort of follow up stuff Monday, but, um, I, uh, you know, I got, I dodged that one, I guess. So it's case by case, right? Like, so for example, like, you know, there's work-related stuff I would look into. Now, let's say, and granted, this is coming up really soon. Let's say, and I think they are out there to some degree, God of War Ragnarok leaks came out. Mm-hmm. I would go out of my way to avoid them completely because mm-hmm. I don't want any part of that game ruined for me. Very excited. I, I'm avoiding trailers on that game because I don't, you know, yeah. I just want to play the game when it comes out. Like, again, that's one of those, yeah. I know I'm going to mm-hmm. buy that game. Yeah, yeah and, and there's stuff like, you know, again, like I have to, I write about a new trailer if it comes out if there's something to pick apart from it, right? So, in some ways, I almost don't need a link, uh, a leak because, like, part of my job is analyzing those trailers, right? Um, And then there's also stuff that, like, so, uh, sort of a hypothetical if there were ever, uh, speaking of banjo, like I mentioned earlier, if there were ever a true banjo 3E, as it's been like colloquially called, I would look at every single part of that every time it came out. I would look at every leak. I would look at every screenshot. I would want to see absolutely everything because I would still, I know I would still play it again and again because that is just a beloved, like banjo 2 is my favorite game of all time. I love that series. So there's stuff like that where I would actually pour over every detail and would do that for and like, this is not a rumor. This is not any sort of report. But there's been like folks saying, "Gee, it would be great to see another one of those." And especially when the Microsoft Activision deal goes through, Microsoft, who owns Rare, will also own Toys for Bob, who did the Spy, mm. the Spyro and Crash games. And that would just be uh, like, please give them the Banjo IP, let them do what they do. It would be wonderful. Um, again, nothing like that has ever even been floated. Uh, but. Oh, I would just, I would, I would die <laughs> if, if something like that came out. So there, so it's case by case for me. And it, and it really just boils down to a subjective, like, is this a series I care about and want every detail of? Is this a series I don't really care about? Or is this a game that I'm invested in enough that I don't want anything spoiled for me? It's kind of, you know, it varies. Hmm. It's kind of a cop-out answer, but it's, but it's where I am. Yeah, no, I think you, you, by saying you would do it for the stuff you like, so that means you like 
leaks and spoilers about the stuff you like. Right? You like Konami games. So <laughs> well, I'm, well, you like Banjo and Kazooie. Oh shit, we didn't even talk about <laughs> Sui Koden getting a, an HD remake. Not worth it. That's what do you mean not? Uh, Fuck you. <laughs> I, uh, well, for me, Fuck it's, you it's and your like terrible I, And by the way, and it's fixing the localization too, right? It's ah. not just a remake. It's actually uh-huh. like, yeah, they're going to redo the look. Neat. For me, it's the thing where like I – so it's weird, right? Because also in our line of work, we have to sort of dance around spoilers a lot. Mm-hmm. Like it's tough sometimes to like discuss a game or, or like review a game. You got to talk about some stuff in order to ad- adequately review it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's already a tricky thing. But for me, like, if I hear a spoiler, could be about a movie, could be about whatever, I don't get upset about it because, especially in a film, there's still a journey to get to that moment. The context, like, if you tell me this happens in a movie, what leads up to it, what happens afterward, that matters just as much as whatever it is you're telling me. You know. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I'm not someone who gets upset by that sort of stuff. Um, I wouldn't say I like it. I don't necessarily seek it out. But if someone tells me, like, hey, this happens, like, oh, okay. Well, I'm seeing it anyway, so I'm now I'm interested to see how they get to that point. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, that's just how I frame it in my head. Um, and I have Framework. a lot of friends who don't. I see what you did there. <laughs> I, I have a lot of friends who don't see it that way, uh, who are like, I don't want to know a single thing. I'm like, okay, I mean, this is literally a, a point in the trailer, and I'm just curious what you think. But if you don't want to say word one about it, you know that's fine, um, but I'm pre- I'm just pretty lax on that stuff. I don't I don't freak out if somebody tells me you know whatever. Cool. Like you know if someone if someone said and I don't know this to be true, but I mean come on if someone's like yeah the Odin boss fight in Ragnarok is supposed to be really cool. Like if anybody thinks it's a spoiler like that you're gonna fight Odin in that game and I don't know that to be true or not, but I mean like you definitely are. If anybody complains about that, it's like do you just not? Do you complain about, what do you mean there's peanut butter in this peanut butter sandwich? You know what I mean? Like, there's some stuff that's like, that ain't a spoiler. Relax. Yeah. Well, it's more like, what do you mean yeah. there's jelly in this peanut butter sandwich? Like, there might not have been jelly, but yeah. generally you can yeah. expect that there will be jelly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say there are, there are. I know we're wrapping up. Like, there are some exceptions, right? Like, one, and it didn't personally bother me, but I just saw it as really just like a bad judgment thing, was like, when he, when Marvel's Eternals movie came out, um, yeah, that it was, was a like bad two, judgment thing. It it was like <laughs> no, it, it was like it was like two weeks before the movie even hit theaters. I saw a headline, and the headline was literally "Actor X plays character Y in post credit scene of Eternals." Yeah. Like the headline was just "This is the post," and I was like, "What are you like again?" Personally, that's fine, but like you are gonna piss a lot of people off. How dare you make that your headline? What like just a because what ridiculous. a Got to Gotta get that yeah. SEO, well, well, no, 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 no. Like, reviews for the movies were coming out, like, ahead of time. Like, this was, like, this was not, like, some scoop. This was, like, they had just seen the movie. Like, they weren't privy to anything special. They just spoiled this thing for folks. And so there's exceptions where I look at it and I'm like, that's really not cool. You shouldn't have said that. Mm-hmm. But generally, I'm pretty lax. So, yeah. 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 So, uh... How about you guys? Do you check out leaks or do you prefer not to be spoiled or, you know, maybe not even not to be spoiled? Do you prefer to just see things when the publisher deigns to show them to you? Um, It's a personal preference. Whatever. Uh, Let us know. Go to VigiGamePocalypse.com. Answer into the comments for episode 490. Alternately, you can visit the official LaserTime community on Facebook. There'll be a thread there where you can answer or ping us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. 
And we will collect the answers and read them on next week's show. Anyway, that has been our show. Let's go out with some plugs. Tony, once again, tell people about Framework and anything else you want people to look at. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, Framework would be the thing. Uh, so, yeah, Framework, is a, as I said, it's a video channel I run on YouTube. I do video essays. Uh, always try to find an interesting angle, put a positive spin on it. Uh, most recent one, uh, by the time you hear this podcast, was on the... the uh, monkey island movie that never fully came to fruition so if you're curious about that story you want to see the storyboards and what the movie could have been check that out easiest way to get there is youtube.com slash channel slash framework video i also reviewed secret or return to monkey island as well as shovel knight dig on gamepur jmpur.com you can go check those reviews out um, uh, you can follow framework on twitter at framework underscore video you can follow me on twitter at changun pope and those are the plugs. Nice. Uh, let's see. Patreon.com slash LaserTime is where you go for all of your LaserTime needs. Um, there's lots of great content up there. There's movie commentaries. There are spoiler casts all about some of our favorite video games called Apocalypse Guide In. Um, there's extra shows. So, yeah, if you, uh, if you want that bonus content or let's just say you like what we do and want to support the network, the best way to do that is at Patreon.com slash laser time all right and as always you can visit us online at vidgamapocalypse.com follow us on twitter at vg apocalypse or follow me personally at wikiparas that's w-i-k-i-p-a-r-a-z anyway that's been our show thanks for listening we'll see you next week Matty Fatty Sausage Patty? He's not going to respond to that. All right. Um, <laughs> oh, his headphones are off. Yep. Matt, What's whenever you're ready. I think he's watching oh, a video. It looks like, there's, it looked like there was a sire, uh, police lights going off. Matt, <laughs> what is he doing? It looks like it looks like he's going through the end of 2001 A Space yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You played this fucking Metal House in here? Are you playing? Oh, it that's now, what or? you're doing. We uh, we could see the changing that. lights on your face, and we were trying to figure out what was going on. It looked like you're being arrested. Yeah. <laughs>